Come on, everybody, it's the inside trip. So crack a high life and take a sip on that T-I-T. Get up and scream, and you can spell it backwards. You know what I mean. Your boy Brando in the house tonight. Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight. When Ben Watson gets on the mic, you better get ready because he brings the hype. It's about that time you already know that nasty trip, this nasty flow. The inside trip that is the show. Don't wind up on your back, bro. What's up, wrestling fans? We are back. The inside trip wrestling podcast. Episode number 57. The dog on the mic over there barking in your ears is my man, Ben Watson. Oh, baby. It is Nationals Week. I'm pretty pumped up. Plus, I'm off work for three days. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And myself, Brandon Olinger, as always, on the mic with you. What's up, Ben? I know you're pumped. Oh, dude, I'm geeked up. Just finished my brackets, <laughs> like literally right now. Which is, what is it, Sunday, or no, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, probably around 2.30. Just got my brackets done. Um, you know, wow. I tell you what, I, <laughs> I think we're going to be in for a nice little NCAA tournament this year, my friend. I cannot be any more excited. My favorite week of the year by far. Like you said last time, it's Christmas time for wrestling fans. Going to be in Cleveland, St. Patty's Day, wrestling you see that article that, uh, well, yeah, I'm sure yeah, you saw I the saw one posted. <laughs> that was a great, does Cleveland have enough beer for the NCAA wrestling tournament and St. Patrick's Day? I like like they went into an in-depth article about it. That's I like, awesome. I like the sentence in there that was like, you know, the NCAA wrestling championships will be in Cleveland and the fans or whatever, the, the attendees like to drink. Yeah, they're like, and there's going to be like 20,000 people there and most of them like to drink beer. That is correct. That is correct. Somehow that is correct. Yes. I like to drink beer. I'm drinking a beer right now. I'm drinking a nice beer right now as well. Oh, man. Like, what am I going to do Monday and Tuesday at work? I don't know. Like, I have to work, but I can't. It's the worst part of it. I can't sit there and concentrate. I I, I sit there for just like eight hours a day just staring at the clock and my brackets. (laughs) Well, I hope your boss isn't listening. (laughs) I'm actually going to get some work done. But No, you're not. Yeah, I will. But but I tell you what, maybe around 6 o'clock on Tuesday, I'm skedaddling out of there, baby. I'm ready for them uh, Bloody Mary's breakfast and brackets Wednesday oh, morning. Oh, brackets breakfast. So Brandon and I, we do a little uh we do a little breakfast and brackets every year. It's kind of one of our traditions, of many traditions that I'm sure everybody that listens to this podcast kind of has around the NCAA tournament. We get our brackets, we print them out, we've already got them done. We go to a local hole in the wall bar that serves breakfast and booze called Tanks. We get some Bloody Marys, get some greasy food, eat and then we have a designated driver who drives us this year. We've flown before, too. Who's going to drive us up to Cleveland, baby? I'm pumped. And speaking of traditions, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really pumped. This yeah. year, the first year, I'm bringing my boy with me, my son, Dominic. Is he coming to breakfast and brackets? Um, I haven't decided yet. I, I don't know if I'm going to put him in that tradition yet. I think I might make him go to school till about noon. But I'm pumped. He's pumped to come. Ooh. So what time are we leaving? We're leaving at noon? I don't know. I mean, we got to make a decision when we're going to leave. We'll figure it out. All right. He's he's excited, though. I don't know. Yeah, he's pumped. I'm pumped. I'm pumped that he's going. Yeah. I love Dom. And he's he's really starting to love wrestling, man. Like, really becoming a fan of it. So, this is just, it's awesome. I think you'll probably like this tournament then. You know, they say it's pretty good. Yeah, they say it's a pretty good atmosphere. 
Anyways. All right. So, as Ben said, it's NCAA Championships week, which means we're going to drop down a little bracketology today, go down through these brackets that we have taken the time to fill out, much like everyone else, give you our takes on everything that's to happen. Uh, But before we do, let's just handle a little bit of business. As I said, it's the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. If you are on Twitter, why don't you give us a follow at the Inside Trip One. If you're a Facebook person, find our Facebook page out there, The Inside Trip. And if you're just a good old-fashioned email person, send us an email to TheInsideTrip1 at gmail.com with any feedback that you may have. Yeah, and if you're really old-fashioned, you can send us a telegram. How do you send a telegram? I don't think they exist anymore. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Well, with that said, all right. (laughs) Moving on. Um, Real quick, don't forget, Friday... March 16th, right? Yeah, March 16th between the uh, quarterfinals and the blood round from four to six at second and high. It's a bar in downtown Cleveland. Why don't you come on out and join us for a little live podcast action with us, blood round and the Lions 247 Matt cast. It's going to be a good time. There's going to be drink specials. Um, I hear they serve healthy food for all you uh, fitness fanatics out there. I hope not. So come out, join us, have some drinks. Uh, like Ben's informed you the last few weeks, you wear your Inside Trip t-shirt, and uh, you're going to drink pretty cheap for the hour that you're there. For the price on the house. Ooh. I got mine pressed and cleaned, ready I to go. I told you, you don't count. That's bullshit. <laughs> well, I'm the only one that counts. You count in my heart, but not on my tab. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you can buy your own drinks. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to probably get free drinks. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, come on out, join us. It's sure to be a good time. We'd love to see you, love to meet you. For all the people that's pre-registered already, muchas gracias. We appreciate that. Can't wait to see you. And for those that have not pre-registered, don't worry. There's still room for you. Just show up at the door and come on in. Yeah. All right. That's pretty much about it, my friend. You ready to go? Let's get into some of these brackets. All right. Well, you know what? Why don't you start us off then? Which weight would you like me to start us off? You know, let's just go chronologically. You want to go chronologically? That would make the most sense. (laughs) I mean, we don't have to. Is it numerical or chronological? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. All right. All right, let's go ahead and start off at 125. You know, Ben, um... So Sergio Mendez wrestles Alonzo Allen in the pigtail. Kenny. Oh, God. You scared me for a second. Um, No, all joking aside, a lot of talk about the seeding this year of these brackets. Um, I think this is one weight class where I... I really don't have any, you know, too many complaints about the seating, if any at all. Um, I think you can definitely tell that the uh, the seating committee um, they tried to be punitive with some of these wrestlers that medical forfeited out of their conference tournaments. I think you saw that a little bit with uh, with Suriano, who got the fourth seed when he probably had a pretty good argument for the for the three seed. Yeah, I'm, I I I think that I'm surprised he got the four seed. It would make sense for me for him to be the three seed, or you know, even the two. If he's if he's undefeated, but you know if you're going to medical forfeit out of a um, the conference tournament, your conference finish is going to be a lot lower. So you know they held that against him, and he's going to end up you know for better or worse, you know he's going to end up with the four seed um, rather than the three. At first glance, when it comes to this weight class, I mean. Look, from an Ohio as an Ohio State fan, I would have probably preferred Suriano get the three seed. I'm really nervous about having to meet up with Spencer Lee, the three seed in the semifinals potentially. Another freaking um, Hawkeye, another semifinals match against Nathan Tomasello. Exactly, and even more than that, just when you've watched these guys wrestle, you know they've split matches this year. Um, they've been very close, excellent matches to watch. Uh, it just makes me nervous because you know that semifinal round is crazy and anything can happen. I think that's going to be a freaking war. I think you're right. They both hand fight. I mean, like. Spencer Lee's much tougher than I thought he was in terms of, like, 
you know, hand fighting and stuff like that. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be bruised and it's going to be bloody. You know, if they both make it there, obviously, I think that's where, what I have. But Yeah. Um, one seed, Darian Cruz, I don't think got any favors done for him with that one seed. I think he, you know, he's got a brutal quarter there that could feature either Ethan Lezak, which would be a rematch of last year's national championship finals, um, or even a, a dangerous guy like Ronnie Bresser, a.k.a. Ronnie Rios, um, who, you know, who gave Spencer Lee one of his, lo- his first loss this year at the Midlands. Yeah, he's, he's had uh... – Ronnie Bratz has had some some really good uh, some really good results this year. That's a talk about a brutal quarter. That's a brutal second round match. Bresser Lezak, whoo, hot off the press, man. That has the potential to be a, an amazing match. Um, who do you like in that? I got Bresser in that. Um, reason why I just I know it'll be a nighttime match for Lezak, but that's still the first day, man. We've just we've seen Lezak gas it out. You know, I understand it's gonna be the first day of weigh-ins. It's not, but. I'm concerned about his ability to cut weight for three days straight, and I think that it'll affect him even during the first day. Uh, it's, uh, it's funny you say that. I guess I get the point that you're making. Um, I kind of look at it, though, that I would see where it would be more challenging on the second day having to make weight for a second straight day. This being the first day, you've made weight. It's going to be a night match. You've had all day to recover. You're not worrying about your weight you know, at this tournament. You don't worry about your weight till after it's done. Yeah, you still got to keep it close, though. Not, I mean, I, I mean, they I, keep it within, you know, I don't know if they're getting much more than six pounds over for these light guys. You think? Yeah, for the lighter guys, I don't think so. Well, I mean, I actually got Lezak over Bresser in that match. Um, I think Lezak has really impressed me as the season has gone on. I think we saw something at this at the Big Ten's tournament that um, really impressed me about him, and that was his ability to actually take guys down and, you know, get first period takedowns. Um, we saw him do it in his win over Sebastian Rivera. It was the difference in that Big Tens match. We saw him it take down Nathan was. Tomasello um, and even get a turn. Um, and to be honest with you, I've got Lezak over Bresser, and I've also got Lezak over Cruz in the quarters. Clean wow. that quarter. Wow. You know, I just – Just something about it. I can't get that out of my head that he just gassed. I mean, Tomasello just gassed him. Lezak had nothing for him the last third period. You know, before we jump to these quarters, though, I tell you what, though, there's a couple more matches that are just going to be freaking hot. Russell versus Piccinini, that's two All-Americans wrestling in the second round. Kind of got a history. Every time they've wrestled, it's been pretty tight. Who you got going over that one? Uh, Piccinini. You got Pitch? Me too. Me too. The other second round match, I guess it's definitely worth worth mentioning, is the two freshmen, Lamont versus Rivera. That's right. That 7-10 spot, second round Thursday night. Um, Jeez, that's a tough matchup. That's a very tough matchup. You know, I don't know what to expect from Taylor Lamont at this point. Had the NCAA tournament started at the end of December, you know, he would have been, you know, one of the top seeds, red hot, fresh off of a Cliff Keen title where, you know, he actually you know, pulled off some nice victories, including one over Lezak. Um, yeah, but he right. didn't wrestle much after that. I think he, he, he wrestled a really front-loaded schedule, 25-3 and three still. You know, he's still got a lot of matches. And we saw him take a loss at the Big 12 tournament. Uh, he actually got beat by Moise, who yep. he had, he, he's got multiple wins over this year. Right. So I don't know what to expect from him at this point. Where on the other hand, Sebastian Rivera has been extremely consistent. He's got phenomenal offense. I think he's got five losses. He's yep. got two to Suriano. Um, he's got the two to, to, two to Spencer Lee, and he's got one to uh, Ethan Lezak. Um, so, you know, he has no bad losses on Not his resume. And he's all. actually got some great wins as well. I think he took third at the, at the Midlands. I actually favor Rivera over Lamont in that match. I got Rivera winning that match, too. I think that, um, you know, I think Lamont may be a little rusty. And, you know, this, the extra week and a half could help him. But, you know, I just I think that we've seen more out of Rivera this year that would make me make that be a smart pick. So, who you got in the quarters? Um, so, my quarters, 
You mean who's wrestling in the quarters? Yeah, who, I got, who, yeah who, who do you have clearing? the I've quarters? got Cruz uh, versus Lezak. Um, Falls versus Suriano, the 4-5. Uh, the 3-6 down on the bottom half, Spencer Lee and Piccinini, and then Sebastian Rivera and obviously Nathan Tomasell on the bottom half. I think we're pretty much the same except for I've got um, Bresser over Lee Zach for reasons that I've already um, discussed. Other than that, I think we're exactly the same. So your big issue with Lee Zach is is purely just the weight cut. Yeah, it's gas tank issues, which it's it's – his gas tank issues are the reasons why he's lost five matches this year. There's a reason why he lost to Drew Matten, you know. The reason why he's – I mean, he got attacked by Tomasell. I can't get that out of my head, you know. It's, it's, I just have concerns about his weight cut, um, which is why you. I like Bresser because Bresser's – look, Bresser's not a slouch at all. No, he's not. I think if they're both at, you know, their right weights, Lezak's probably a better wrestler. Um, you know, Spencer Lee couldn't turn Bresser. That doesn't mean that Lezak can't, but – you know, it's not like Ronnie Bresser's just a fish out of water on bottom either. Spencer Lee didn't turn Nathan Tomasolo, and we saw Lezak do that. We did last week. That was yeah. He but got I him get extended. It. I get what you're saying. Um, I, I guess the last comment I'll make on Lezak is: Look, I think we've talked about this before. When you're that good on top, it's such a great neutralizer, and all you got to get there is one time. One turn can really blow a match open, um, especially with his ability now, where he's getting those takedowns. If he can get a takedown and a turn. Now you're looking at coming out of a six-point hole possibly. Very few people are going to come out of that. Right, exactly. Um, all right, so uh, making the semis, um, I, I said this earlier, and I'm probably going to get beat up for this. You know, I, I like I like Lee Zach over Cruz. I don't know why. I guess it, I guess because I can't go chalk on everything. Um, okay. And uh, obviously okay. Suriano over Fawz. Um, I, I'm loving Spencer Lee into the semis there, and then Tomasello as well. Yeah, I got, uh, you know, I got Cruz over uh, Brasser. I, I think that. Darren Cruz is probably just a, a better version of Ronnie Bresser. Probably just got a little bit more That's going on. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah, great point. I think he's just got a little bit more going on, and he's probably better on top. Uh, I got Siriano over Foz, too. If Siriano's not healthy, though, Foz has shown an, um, an ability to really, you know, to get some people in some bad scrambles and come out on top of them, a la when he beat Nick Piccinini this year, which was one of his really good wins. Um, I, I will take Siriano there. I'm assuming decent health. I'm assuming decent health with that pick. Um, you know, I got Spencer Lee over Nick Piccinini. I think it was ten to six or something last time they wrestled. I don't even think it'll be that close this time, um, and and that says a lot because I I really think highly of Piccinini. I really do. Um, and I got Nathan Tomasello beating Rivera. Who you got pushing to the finals, man? Ooh, baby, I got Siriano versus Nathan Tomasello. Oh, that's nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> Spencer Lee is so good. I I almost picked Spencer Lee, but then I like smacked myself. I was like, but I mean, he, dude, I don't know. Spencer Lee could win, and it's not even. It's I think I might even actually favor Spencer Lee, but I'm not going to pick it. But I think I might actually favor him. I hear you. I hear you. What about you? Um, you look. I like I like Suriano pushing to the finals. Um, obviously health dependent. Um, the bottom half, the semifinal match. If it's if Lee. it's what we expect it's going to be, it's going to be an amazing match yeah. to watch. Um, I think whoever wins this match between Lee and Tomasello is ultimately the guy that wins the bracket, becomes a national champion. You can't even look me in the um, eyes right now, can you? I'm nervous, man. I'm I'm so nervous. Like I feel like if I pick Tomasello, the gods will curse me for being too confident, and if I pick against him, the Ohio feet Ohio State fans will curse me, like so literally me. curse me. So let's pick Lee. And right. then hope that, hope I'd rather get wrong. cursed out by the fans than cursed out by the gods. That's true. So I'm going to pick Spencer Lee over Tomasello. <sighs> and then uh, in, my, in my bracket, I have Spencer Lee winning the weight class. Yeah, I, my bracket's got uh, Nato over Soriano. Uh, Spencer Lee taking third. You want to run down our blood round real quick? 
I think that's always neat to look at. Yeah, go ahead. Who you got in the blood round? Uh, I got Lamont losing to Foz. Um, uh, Sean Russell losing to Bresser. Louis Hayes losing to Sebastian Rivera. And um, Ethan Lezak <laughs> losing to Nick Piccinini. And so, um, and then my top eight are Tomasello, Seriano, Lee, Cruz, Piccinini sixth, Bresser. Or no, excuse me. Piccinini fifth, Bresser sixth, Foz seventh, Rivera eighth. Nice, nice. Hook a brother up. I like it. All right, so my blood round. I have Lamont losing to Foz. I've got Russell losing to Cruz. I got Piotrowski losing to Rivera. And I got Rios, a.k.a. Bresser, losing to Piccinini. Mm. And then my top eight, as I said, I've got Spencer Lee one, Suriano two, Tomasello three, Piccinini four, Cruz five, Lezak six, Rivera for the seventh and Foz in the eighth spot. Okay. So, yeah, so we've kind of – we're fairly close in the, the types of All-American. I think we might have missed one or two, um, you know, from each other. But, you know, we've got a little bit of we're – not, we're, not we're not the dead the same. I like that. I like that. A great first-round match, in my opinion, to watch out for, and I think it may be even a rematch from Big Tens, is Foley versus Matten. I like that first-round match. No, I'm sorry. Foley's got Cruz first round. Yep. I meant Drew Matten versus Schwarm. Schwarm? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Matten versus Schwarm. Sorry. Who um, got in that? I got Matten winning that one. I actually have Schwarm winning that match. Oh, Schwarm. <laughs> I do. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. Did you see Matten's brother upset? Uh, he did. That uh, um, Hoskins going for his fourth title in yeah. the semis? Hoskins is an Oklahoma recruit, too. Yeah. At Matt, the Ohio State tournament? I'm assuming, yeah. I'm assuming Matten's probably going to go to Michigan. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, I'm sorry. Matten versus Schwarm, I think, has the potential to be a great first round match. Um, if you had a sleeper in this weight class, who would it be? Sleeper? Somebody that, based on the bracket and their talent, their abilities this season they've had. You know who we don't have All-American, and this isn't a sleeper, it's Ryan Milhoff. Um, my sleeper's probably going to be um, uh, either Louis Hayes or Luke Welch. I got them both losing in the round of 16 in match. Or no, I got Louis Hayes losing um, to Sebastian Rivera in the, round, in the blood round. So I think Louis Hayes is my sleeper. All right. What about you? Gotcha. Um, I I'm going to go with unseated Piotrowski. I think the way his draw set up, the way the bracket shakes out, I've actually got him losing to Rivera in the round of 12. Um, You've got him basically. See, yeah, so we have Hayes and Piotrowski wrestling each other in the um, second round of the Contes. You have Piotrowski winning and going all the way. I have Hayes. Yeah. So basically we have the sleeper coming out of that same little tight, tight spot. All right, anything else you got about this bracket? You're pretty, uh, pretty happy with the way the seats turned out? You know, other than other than the strangeness at um, with Suriano, I, I mean, I'm fine with it still. Yeah, I think All it's right. good, man. I think it's good for um, Ohio State. It's not good for Penn State because they. I didn't. I kept on looking, but I couldn't find Carson Coon's name on the bracket. I'm pretty sure Penn State does not have a guy in this weight class. No, because if you read their message board, they said they were going to qualify all ten. I don't read the message boards. I do, and I saw that they were going to qualify all ten. I kept on looking for them. I couldn't find it. One hundred and thirty-three pounds. Hey, speaking of Penn State fans, can I air a little grievance right now? Oh, all right. Can I please air a little grievance? I don't give a shit what you do. All right, thank you. Um, I haven't told you this yet. Uh oh. Um, so remember that fan piece I had to write for the open mat before the Penn State Ohio State duel? Me and JP did one. He did it from a Penn State perspective. Yeah, I, I did it from Ohio State perspective. You know the whole five reasons why I, I think Ohio State's going to win. Well. Trying to have a little fun with that piece, a little, you know, little... Uh, homerism. Homerism, you know, it, it is a fan piece. Um, I used the term kitty cats, like twice in the article. Kitty cats. Apparently that did not sit well with Penn State fans, and I got a reprimanding from the editor of what The Open mean? Mat. 
Uh, apparently, people were complaining that the repeated no, use they of the of the term "kitty cats" was offensive to them. Who was complaining? I have no clue. I, I don't think it was Ohio State fans. Man, some I don't know. I, I guess maybe. We're more self-aware than other people, but how the hell would you complain about the use of the word kitty cat? Can you not have fun? I bet these people are just absolute blast to hang out with at parties. I would prefer to never see them, ever. (laughs) If you complain about the use of the word kitty cat in a fan piece, then there is Don't be a wrestling fan. So Alex... You're not tough enough. Right. So Alex Dean was like, hey, you guys want to do a fan piece for the national tournament from Ohio State? I was like, yeah, we could do that. No problem. He was like, okay, well, don't be as confrontational in this one. I was like, okay. And he was like, by that, I mean... You know the whole the whole kitty cat thing. So I said, "Can I call them pussy cats?" <laughs> oh, that is more. Uh, he said no. Well, yeah, rightfully so. We won't do it, but that is more realistic. No, there's a lot of great Penn State fans, but just like any fan base, <laughs> there's some freaking weirdos too. <laughs> like some weirdos, like the ones that thought Carson Coon was going to qualify for NCAA's. Oh, I just had to air that grievance. Let's get to 133. All right, 133. I think our top four seeds are one Seth Gross, uh, two Steve Stefan Michik, three Luke Pletcher, four Cade Brock. This is. Um, this is the weight class where a lot of people are thinking that it's a two-horse race. Um, you know, especially with, with Brock, you know, being ended up on Gross's side. I think that there's a lot of intrigue here. Beyond even if you know, even if it does end up being Gross Meechik final, I think there's a lot of intrigue for uh, one for team team points for Ohio State um, and for tournament team points, and two, um, you know, I think that there's a lot of really good wrestlers here that might not be top level. Uh, Championship caliber, but definitely gonna be fighting for all Americans. Um, so, what are some of your favorite second round matchups here? Um, I, before I tell you my second round yeah, matches that I really like, for one, I think this bracket is crazy for a couple of reasons. One, it's top heavy. Okay, I think it's you've got Absolutely. you've got two guys, maybe three guys, potentially four guys, but I'll definitely say two guys that have really separated them, themselves from everyone else. Then you've got a nice giant cluster of a bunch of guys that on any given day, they, if they were to wrestle 10 matches against each other, could you know go 5-5 five and five or something. I, I think 5-12 through 12 is that. Exactly. I really do. Um, you know, which, which does a couple of things. One, from the get-go, you have some very intriguing and um, competitive matches right out of the gate. And I think you're going to see that in a couple of these spots. A couple of them that really stick out to me. One is Charles Tucker from Cornell versus uh, Gustafson from Virginia Tech. Now, Gustafson's a senior. This is his first national tournament that he's going to be wrestling at since he was a freshman in 2014 due to injuries. He's had a great season. But Tucker's coming off a nice win over DeSanto. Gustafson, ACC champ as a freshman, ACC champ as a senior. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. Exactly. Um, so I think that, you know, the potential to be a great first-round match there. Another one that could be intriguing is the Ernesti versus Tariq Wilson match. Well, how about uh, Corbin Meyer Del Vecchio? Again, there's another one. And then also, don't sleep on this Rico Montoya and Josh Tyru. Tayrao. Tayrao? Tayrao match. Tyru. I'll take Tyru. That's a little flow wrestling shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's funny. A, it's a Sion or whatever. Yeah, Sion. <laughs> He's hilarious. They should have him on the, the podcast of all times. Uh, so, I, yeah, I'm not sleeping on that matchup. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, just kind of going to that point that there's this, this weight class, I think we're going to see a lot of things get shaken up right from the get-go. Um, yeah, there's no way that we're going to pick all these right. No, absolutely not. I mean, all first-round matchups. Absolutely not. Um, and... I wanted to ask you, there was a lot of people that thought that Cade Brock should have been seated third rather than Pletcher, that that should have been flipped. Makes no sense to it, me. Okay. Made no, no sense, sense to me either. To me. And, look, and that's not homerism. Um, you'll find out who I think is going to win that match because I, I have them wrestling each other. But even though I might have picked Brock to win, 
Pletcher is still deserving of the three seed over Brock, and, the, and there's no way that you could argue against that. Yeah, I mean, Brock's got three losses to three different guys. We'll toss out the loss to Seth Gross being the number one ranked guy in the country. He's still got a loss to Montori Bridges and Scotty Parker. Pletcher's lost to the same guy twice, Micic, the two seed. He's also beaten. Yeah, he's also beaten. He's also got a win over Montori Bridges he's, and other good wins as well. So there's nothing that says Cade Brock should have been you know, seated higher than Pletcher, in my opinion. Right. No, you're exactly right. Um, but to go back and answer your question about the second-round matches, I think the potential second-round match between Ernesti and Tay uh, Rao That's freaking fire. going to be fire because it's, it's two very contrasting styles. But both wild, both leg riders. Tay Rao's a guy that's kitchen sink guy. We all know from a couple years ago when his brother, who he wrestled a lot like, um, you know, wouldn't say come out of, didn't come out of nowhere, but you know, ends up taking fourth in the country. Um, Ernesti, not that great on his Remember feet. Who he wrestled for third and fourth? Yeah, right? Nathan Tomasello, and gave Tomasello all he wanted. He did. Match. He gave freaking um, Megalutis a decent match in the semis. Right. Um, <clears throat> that was the year he beat Dance with that crazy throw by Shuck. It was dirty. God, Tay Rao. Um, Ernesti, real tough on top. I wouldn't quite call him uh, elite on his feet. Um, I've got Tay Rao clear in that match, to be honest with you. I think Tay Rao finds some funk to get it done. And you know, good leg riders can be neutralized by other guys that ride legs well because they know the feel. So they might be able to get... You don't know, but Tay Rao might do like a roll or something and end up on top with Ernesti has a leg in or something. You know, you never know. Right. Um, I actually have Ernesti clear in that match. Um... I think it's going to be a great match regardless. Another second-round match that has the potential to be lights out is the Dom Forrest for Scotty Parker match. That's the 11 and the 6 seed. That's a great match. Um, again, I just I, I think Scotty Parker at the 6 seed is shocking because many people at the beginning of the season thought he was one of the top you know three guys in this weight class. Right. Um, Beats Cade Brock in like the first week. Exactly. Now, he had some injuries at the beginning of the year, I believe. I think he's kind of righted the ship since then. Um, he's been on a roll lately. But I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think he just lost to Forrest, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Was it at in the duel or I don't conference? know. I don't know why. No, it wouldn't be at conference, but yeah. was it at the duel? It would have had to have been at the duel. I can't remember. Maybe he didn't. Why don't you look that up real quick? Um, I have Forrest pulling through that match to, to beat Parker, and I think I did because of uh, um, because I saw that Forrest had beat him recently. And I just – I think, you know, Forrest is a senior um, – has an All-American before. You know, he was never a state champ. Um, right. I just think that he gets it done this year. And, uh, you, you know, I, I think the start of his start of his road to get on that podium starts with, uh, you know, having to um, beat Scotty Parker. I actually like Scotty Parker in that match, to be truthfully honest. Yeah. And I, went, I, I debated that one for a long time. And I think at the end of the day, when it comes to certain matches and certain situations, at the end of the day, you just got to go with who you think is the better wrestler. And I think Scotty Parker, when healthy, is the better wrestler. Um, Hard to disagree with that one. Now, Dom Forrest is is not a slouch by any means. And, yes, he did just beat Scotty Parker. Um, that was February 18th in the Duel 7-6. to six. So, so there you go. So we, there know you go. Gonna be a, yeah. we know it's tight. It's going to be tight. But you just dropped down one bracket, and then all of a sudden you got DeSanto Mueller. Times, I think it's the fourth time they wrestled. This will be the fourth time they've wrestled. Jesus. DeSanto's actually 0-3. Now, the first two matches, DeSanto couldn't even score a point against right. Mueller. Then isn't that when DeSanto got concussed the last match? The third match, he got concussed. It was at the end of the match. Um, I think he was very close to winning this match. Or had at least closed the gap quite a bit. Um, I still got Mueller. 
I, I do too. Look, it's hard to pick. A, not to say Sano can't win. It's just hard to pick against the guy that has, has been able to shut him down so so well. DeSanto's so dangerous because of that pace that he has, and he's got an, that amazing carry that he can catch a lot of people on. But he's got gas tank issues, for one. Not, I'm sorry, not gas tank issues. He's got issues on bottom, um, right. is what I meant to say. I was say. about to say, you know how your pace is pretty much neutralized when you're getting ridden like a dog. Exactly. Um, and, and Mueller's great on top. <laughs> he said he got gas tank yeah, issues. I'm I was talking about he's got a great pace. I'm like, what the? Sorry. Excuse me. I mean, I don't, I don't like like calling you out, but I was like, I was about to be like Brandon. He ain't got gas tank issues. Bro. I know. Sorry. No, it's all good, man. But you know, you got Tatulo Mechik too. Uh, I got Tatulo over Naser. But anyways, what you got with these quarters? Uh, in the quarters, look, I like Gross over Gustafson. Yeah. In the top quarter, um, I like. Cade I got Brock. Gustafson beating beat Bridges too. I've got Cade Brock over Ernesti. Um, in the bottom quarter of the top half of the bracket, um, I've actually got Scotty Parker over Pletcher um, that in that quarter. That hurts my soul. You were you're not making any Ohio State friends today. I know. Well, you know, we've got to balance this out. You can be the homer, and I can be the voice of reason. I guess yeah, I don't know. Um, and then I've got Mitchich, um over Mueller. What about you? Yeah, I got uh, Gross beating Gustafson. Uh, I got Cade Brock over Tay Rao. I, I want to just see that match. That's gonna be that, that would be fun to watch that match. If it happens, um, I've got Pletcher over Forrest, and I've got Michik over Mueller, and then in the uh, semis I've got uh, Gross beating Brock. Man, that's gonna be that's a great semi right there. Gross Brock. I mean, Brock is dangerous on his feet, man. He is, but I mean, look, going back to last year, I think Gross is like what four and zero against him. Yeah, I mean, sure, I, that's why I picked him, but I, I'd like to watch that match. Is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, you could probably go to Flow and find it four times in the last yeah, two yeah. years. I don't think much is going to change, but I hear what you're saying. I get uh, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and I got I got a Meechik beating Pletch dog. Look, I mean, I ain't I ain't no freaking idiot. Yeah, see, don't get on me for picking Parker when you got him losing one round later. At least I got him making the semis all American in. You probably got him losing in the blood round. Speaking of the blood round, who you got making the blood round? And give me your give me your uh, give me your uh, your picks to uh, get into that. All right, in the blood round, um, this and this is like my favorite round. And in, in this weight class, it's going to be amazing. Um, I got Ernesti over DeSanto, which I think is going to be a great match. And the reason I did that is because, and the thing about this, it's kind of like pick your poison, pick your guy. DeSanto has amazing pace, not gas tank issues. Like I said a second ago, I apologize. Ernesti has gas tank issues, okay? Ernesti's amazing on top. DeSanto struggles on bottom. So who's... Strength is going to negate right. the other guy's strength. Can Ernesti you know get on top? Can he do some work? Um, and the other, so I've got uh, Gustafsson over four, Fouris. Um I like Mueller over Tayrao, and I like Pletch Dog over McKee. Pletch Dog getting on that podium. Ooh. Don't question my loyalty. Pletch Dog over McKee. We got we got something looking. I got a uh, Desanto over Tayrao, and then I got Scotty Parker over Gustafson. I got Mueller over Ernesti. I got Ernesti coming all the way back. Um, I didn't have him losing to Cam Kelly. I thought about it. I got Ernest, uh, Mueller over Ernesti, and I got Forrest over McKee. All right, all right. What's your top eight, bro? Uh, my top eight are Gross, Mechik two, Brock three, Pletcher four, DeSanto five, Mueller sixth. Don't ask me why I've made that pick. <laughs> Forrest seventh, and Parker eight. <laughs> um, look, I got Gross one, Meechich two. I think uh, as much as I want to pick Meechich the way he's been wrestling, it, it would be 
it would be foolish of me to pick against Gross, who's been as dominant as anyone else in the country. Yeah, your at, hope at and your logical pick are, can be different. Exactly. Um, I actually got Pletcher over Ernesti for third. Oh! Yeah, I got Pletcher over Brock making that third place match. You do? All I right, do. I like that. Um, I like Cade Brock over Scotty Parker for fifth and sixth, and I like Jack Mueller over Gustafson for seventh and eighth. Oh, man. It's going to be an amazing Forrest class. Forrest is going to hate you. Forrest is going to hate you. Well, Give me a sleeper, dog. You know, at 133, I, I looked and I looked regarding sleepers. If I was going to pick one, I think Corbin Myers, the 14 seed, could be a sleeper. I got him there. Um, he's had a really good season this year, coming in at 27-9. and nine. Um, I just... I'm not sure if he has enough to get past, like we said, that cluster of guys from right. 5 through 12 in this weight class. You know, I can't call him Key a sleeper because he's a household name, even though he's the 16th seed. So I'm going to go with Scott Del Vecchio. I think he's a senior. Um, you know, he's a multiple-time qualifier. He's a, he's a journeyman-type guy. Um, you know, I think he's going to have to beat one of those top dogs to do it. But he's not far from making that blood round. And when you make that blood round, anything can happen. Amen. All right, let's go to 141. This weight class like gave me anxiety when I was doing my brackets. It really did. Um, I think the seating, the way the seating was done in this weight class, I think I actually think they did a really good job seating this bracket. Um, for as much of a cluster F-U-C-K that it is, um, the top four seeds of Meredith 1, um, Ironman 2, Yanni D3, and uh, McKenna 4, I think they all make they sense. all make sense. Um, Heil, the sixth seed, it, it, it's scary. It's absolutely scary. It makes sense. We're talking about a po- potential qu- um, quarterfinal match between Yanni, the the, freshman. the the amazing freshman, and then Heil, the, the grizzled veteran, the two-time returning national champion. Dude, yeah. And that just shows the depth of this weight class. But at the same time, you know, I think we all know that Dean Heil's had his struggles this year, and he'd probably admit that. You know, it's funny because just the way the bracket shapes out, I think with, with so many good wrestlers, I've got, you know, I won't give you my All-Americans right now, but I've got a couple guys that are seated All-American that don't get it. And it's just the way the brackets shape out. It, 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 yeah, and I mean, to even take that a step further, man, take a look at the quartet of Zach Earl, Chad Red, Tommy Thorne, and Mason Smith. That's the 710 um, little cluster yep. there. Zach Earl's the seventh seed. He's got Chad Red first round. Amazing first round match that's going to be. You've got Mason Smith, the 10 seed. He's got returning All American and unseated Tommy <sighs> Thorne first round. One of those that was four a hard guys, match for me to pick. Yeah, one of those four guys is going to go 0 and 2. 2 and BBQ. Uh, who's your guy to go 0 and 2 in that, in that little quartet? That's a hell of a question. Who do I got going 0 and 2? Oh, C Red. I got Chad Red going 0 and 2. Who about you? Um, let's see. I actually have Zachary over Red. That's what I have. In the first round match, I've got Mason Smith over Tommy Thorne. I got Thorne over Smith. Sorry, Clunch. It's all right. I got to figure out where these guys are. They're bottom. Um, yeah, I got Chad Red going on, too. God, we both have Chad Red going yeah. to a barbecue. Kid's a stud. He's an absolute stud. But I think one thing that we've missed from him He's this year. He's for a reason, though. Right. The one thing that we've missed from him this year is. Does he really have like that signature win, like really key signature win this year? Tommy Thorne. I mean, so, 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 so ten did other, people. other people. Ten yeah. other people. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're right. He's and I think he's been a little inconsistent, right? Consistency issues, which you can expect from a freshman. It's not to knock him. I think the reason why I choose Zach Rowe over him is is maybe not because Zach was that much of a better wrestler than Red, but because 
Zachel's been here. He's done that, right? You know, Red's still a little bit inconsistent. You know, I think that's going to be a heck of a first-round match. You know, for how deep this weight is, I don't have a ton of other first-round matches that I'm like— Oh, I got one. —really, you know— Super excited about what? Okay, tell me about. It. I can't wait to watch this Brent Moore versus oh, Brent Tyler, Moore, Tyler Smith. Smith. I yeah. think that's going to be a great first round match. Tyler Smith, the 12th seed, coming in with only four losses from Bucknell. Brent Moore punching his ticket after winning the ACCs, including a overtime victory over Kevin Jack. I mean, you're I'm, right. I'm, I'm I ready mean, to watch that. You're one. right. Brent Moore's peaking at the right time, which you know nothing beats good freaking wrestling. Now the second round is really where this bracket starts to take off, and from the second round on, it's. I mean, in any given year, it could be the semifinals or blood round, and you know, in a lot of instances, the second round match between the nine and eight, Nick Lee and Josh Alber, I think, is going to be so crucial for one, for one, because of the path the loser has to take right. to win to, to become an All American, and two for team race points, um, and then the other one. Uh, well, let's talk about that one first. Talk. Tell, what are your predictions on this Auburn Lee match? You know, it was a tight match before Lee inside tripped him and pinned him. Um, last time, Auburn, he's had a very decent season, not exceptional. Nick Lee's been up and down as well, but also with a pretty solid season. I've got Nick Lee um, beating Auburn again. You know, I I think that. I think that Nick Lee's pace might be able to wear Albert down a little bit. Albert not Albert's not known to score a ton of points. Um, and I think if Nick Lee gets in a gun, you know, if he gets in a gun sh- gun battle or whatever with him, I don't know what the heck I'm trying to say there. Shootout. Is he going to bring a knife to Shootout. a gunfight or something? Shootout. <laughs> gun a battle. Gun battle. Okay, corral. <laughs> He's going to get a gun if they do a gun battle. A shootout. If they get into a shootout, I think that Nick Lee. You throwing a chicken tender? <laughs> <laughs> no chicken tenders this time. It is Cleveland. Cleveland. Um, I, th- I, th- I got Nick Lee there. What about you? Um, so, much like what you said in the last bracket, I'm going to pick the opposite. I'm going to go with Auber, um in this match. And we are nowhere near each other. Because like that. of his experience at the tournament. Um, I, he's been in the tournament a couple of times. Um, you know, I don't think he's had a bad season, Ben. Look, I think he's only got six losses. And when, I did not say he had a bad season. Well, I mean... I said it wasn't You weren't ex- exceptional. exceptional, okay? And I'm not saying... That just shows how... How many heavy hitters there are in this weight class? Because you're looking at a guy like Josh Albert with only six losses, and you look at who he's lost to. He's locked. He lost to Yanni twice. He lost to Heil twice. He lost to Nick Lee, and he lost to Ironman. He's got no bad losses. Not one bad loss on that. Resume. Not one bad loss. Um, and the match with Nick Lee, like you said, I mean, it could have gone either way at that point in the match. Before that point in the match, when Nick Lee put him on his back. But I do like Albert. You know what they always say, "Don't wind up on your back, bro." Yeah, I've heard that a couple of times. I like that. <laughs> um, but I like Auburn in that match. What are your opinions on a potential second-round match, assuming Brent Moore makes the second round and gets to have a rematch with Kevin Jack? Oh, that's a – okay, well, you know, I don't have Brent Moore making the second round. Okay. You got him losing to Smith, huh? I do have him losing to uh, the, the uh, KG senior. There. Uh, hey, but, Deanne, but, that's yeah. Ben Watson with no, a W. Hey, I love the Moores. Oh, by the way, shout out to the Moors. I got two kids wrestling in the state finals tonight. They do. Nick and um, Mitch. Mitch. Look, it has nothing to do with that. It's just, it's, you know, it's a senior versus a freshman. Um, if he does, I think that Kevin Jack takes it. You know, I don't know, man. You just, look, Brent Moore had a heck of a freaking ACC tournament. He is going to be, I think, a very good college wrestler. But right now he's, you know, I, I think you have to favor Jack in a rematch there. I don't know what you got. 
I, 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 I do favor Jack in that rematch. I really do, and I think Jack Jack has been one guy that's shown that when it comes to the national tournament, I mean, he can compete with the best of them. Granted, he hasn't made the finals yet, but he's placed high. Um, you make the finals yet? I've never made the finals. Yeah, me neither. I yeah. tried so hard. I'm surprised they even let me into the finals, even with a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right, talk to me about your quarters. What do we got going on here? So my quarters, I got uh, Bryce Meredith, Nick Lee, Kevin Jack, Joy McKenna, Yanni D, Heil, Zachrell, Ironman. All right. And uh, what about you? I actually have Meredith over Auburn. I've got McKenna over Jack. I've got Yanni over Heil. And I've got Ironman over Mason Smith. We have the exact same semi. Yeah. I got uh, the only difference is I have Meredith over Nick Lee. So before we get down to the blood round, actually, tell me about your blood round. We'll save the finals. All right. That's cool. Um, blood round, I got Kevin Jack beating Limix. Okay. Um, so that just shows you right there who I got. Um, I've got uh, Michael Carr beating Nick Lee. I've got uh, Tyler Smith beating Brock Zackerel. And I got Dean Heil beating Josh Albert for the third time. Gotcha. What about you? I really do hope that Nick Lee is not all American. For I got Michael Carr, man, doing a little roll here. Um, my blood round. I like Kevin Jack over Zacherel. Um, I like Albert over Michael Carr from Illinois. Um, Mason Smith over Brent Moore. I got Brent Moore making the blood round. Holy shit! I do. I think I think he's peaking at the right time. All right. He's a competitor. You know. I think the you know them grand boys. They compete. They know how to wrestle. They they do. Um, and then I've got Dean Heil over Nick Lee. And then, well, so both of us two different paths, but we have Nick Lee losing in the blood round. Right. And then my finals. Look, I like McKenna over Meredith to make the finals. Holy um, shit! And then I like you do? I like uh, Yanni over Ironman to push through, and I've got Yanni winning it. <laughs> Woo! I got Meredith uh, over McKenna, and I got Yanni over Ironman. And I got Yanni as your 141 pound freshman national champion. Same here. So, talk to me about this potential matchup between McKenna and Meredith. This is why I picked um, McKenna to win that match. If McKenna continues to wrestle like he's been wrestling, he's done a couple of things really well. One, he's not getting rid- ridden, okay? Right. Bodes in his favor. Two, he's been very good on top himself. And then three, he has shown the ability over and over again to get to his leg attacks, finish clean and quick. And I think when you're wrestling a guy like Meredith, who's very funky, can really... Put you in bad situations off your own shot. I think that's what you have to do to be able to to win that match. You, you absolutely have to do that. I have Meredith over McKenna um, by a position or two. Like um, I mean, like just one position in the match. Maybe one shot that Meredith scrambles him out. Maybe he gets a minute six of riding time. Just something. I think is. I think something's going to just separate him by a position or two to win. Um, you know, McKenna has. Really been finishing the shots clean, but I think Meredith's going to be able to mix it up with him. Um, you know, Meredith's a little, a little more traditional than an Ironman type, you know, so it's not like he's just going to let him in on his legs. Um, I just like Meredith there. You know, th- we got a rematch um, between an earlier season match between Yanni D and Ironman. We both picked Yanni. Um, if I recall correctly, Yanni was winning that entire match, and Ironman reversed him to his back to win, I think, by two. Yeah, cradled him up. I think it was like a six-point reversal. Cradled him or yeah. something, yeah. Uh, r- r- Reverse team cradled him up, I think. It was a six-point swing and won that match by, like, one or two points. Ironman's dangerous, man. He definitely can win again. He really can. I know, you know, we both picked Yanni just because of his, uh, his just, uh, he's just so solid. Ben, I would not be surprised if any one of the top six seeds won this weight class, to be honest with you. 
I Man, mean, could you imagine Dean Howe writing the ship and winning this, winning this tough of a weight class in Cleveland, his hometown? Think about his path if he was to do that. We're talking about you know potentially having to, to beat Michael Carr, then Yanni Diakamahalas, um, Jaden Ironman, and then either a Meredith or McKenna or Jack. I mean, that, that's a tough road to hoe for a two-time returning national champ. Whoever wins this weight earns it. What are your champs? Excuse me. What are your what are your podium finishes? Um, I've got Yanni one, McKenna two. Um, I like Meredith over Ironman for third and fourth. I like Jack over Heil for fifth and sixth, and I have Albert over Mason Smith. All right, I got Yanni, Meredith, Ironman three, McKenna four, Jack five, Dean Heil six, Tyler Smith seventh, Michael Carr eighth. Wow. It's funny. We both leave the eighth seed, Nick Lee, out. And maybe that's because we're a little biased. I'm probably, that's my, I'm hoping for team, you know, because of team race stuff. But Nick Lee, I mean, he could find himself in the finals in this weight class. Yeah, that would be shocking to me. It would be shocking, but I mean, he's got the goods. <laughs> I would, I would be very shocked. But yeah, he's uh, definitely a very good wrestler. We all, you know, neither one of us, we both leave Zachary out. You know, the seven. I got him losing in the blood round to Tyler Smith. You got a sleeper in this weight class? I can't call him a sleeper because I got him all American. Mike Carr. Uh, dude, don't sleep on Tommy Thorne. I don't know. Don't sleep on him. That's a good point about Tommy Thorne. I mean, it's hard to call a returning all American a sleeper, but the guy is unseated with 11 losses. I don't know. Um, I've already talked about him ad nauseum. I think Brent Moore has a potential to, to shake this bracket up a little bit with the way he's been wrestling. Um, I like him to push through to the blood round, man. Yeah. And I can't wait to watch him. Yeah, guy like Luke Karam, too. I mean, just. Crazy. This way it's going to be crazy. It'll be fun. What about 149? Well, you want to know my champ? Because <laughs> I got Zane Rutherford winning it all. Well, you're really going out on a limb there. Yeah, I know. Other than that, uh, I got Elijah, uh, Eliza DeLuca losing going on, too. Nice. Yeah. You're going to stick your tongue out at him? Uh, you're darn right I am. Um, you know, this match, or this weight class, is, uh, you know, I think it's seated appropriately. I think that we've got some... I think there's a couple guys that are double-digit seeds that can really make some noise here. Oh, I agree. Um, you know, or even a little bit, you know, maybe not not quite double-digit, but man, there's a, there's some there's there's some good way or there's some good, be some good matchups here. Not quite the firepower in the second round that we've seen through some of the other weights, but there's, it doesn't go without a few good matches in the second round. I'd say. Oh, without Do you have any a first doubt. rounders you like? Um, there's not a lot that that I got excited about in the first round. To be truthfully honest, the second round, though, I think there's some very, very intriguing second round matches. I agree with you. Um, I mean, well, tell me who you got for some of them. Well, you got Max Thompson. You know, the 8 9 is always going to be intriguing. Bula Wallen, who's really kind of starting to um, come into his own versus a returning All American Max Thompson, who I think just beat Lou Wallen. Um, maybe, no, Wallen might have just beaten him. Um, and then you got Kalodzik Oliver. Both all Americans. Klodzik as the eleven seed is that is a dangerous draw for anyone. That that little quartet of the bracket right there. I mean, they did no favors for the three seed. No, absolutely not. That is a tough. Yeah, Oliver the six, Klodzik the eleven. They did no favors for the six seed. <laughs> you know? No, not at all. You know, you got you know I got you got a returning national champion wrestling Ryan Deacon in the second round potentially. The Sertz's Deacon match. Yeah, yeah I, I mean we've that, seen it. I got Deacon winning it, but... As do I. You know, I mean, come on, you know? Sertis is, is just... He's he's a hard one to really project in this tournament because he wrestles a style, 
that's boring as hell, but it keeps him in almost every match. Okay, I mean he he's going to be in most matches. Right. He's not. I, I, it's, you'd be surprised if he really gets blown out. Although we have seen it this year. Yeah, I think Cortland Skyler from Lehigh got on top of him in the duel. Right. I think it was the duel. Yeah, it had to have been the duel. It was the duel. Yeah. Um, and, and and worked him and ended up you know majoring him. I think. Yeah, I think beat him was. up pretty good. But you know, again, you got a guy who was a national champion as a freshman, took third as a sophomore. He's kind of battled some adversity since then, but now we're finding him back at this national tournament as a senior. And again, I just it goes back to that style that he has. We'll keep him in the majority of the matches, um, but I do like Deacon in that first round match. I absolutely do. Any other any other second rounders? You really Kaladzic Oliver? I got Kaladzic coming out of that one. Man, I'm beating up Central Michigan apparently. So when I did my bracket, I actually picked Justin Oliver over Kaladzic, but then I got to thinking about things a little more and. Oliver really just has not had a great second half to the season. I think he got injured. Um, I don't think he's 100%. I don't think he's 100% either. He just took fourth at the MAC, um, and he lost you know, a couple of legitimate losses. He got pinned in one and lost a close match in another. So I don't know what we're going to get from him. But I actually I, I actually have him over Kolodzik. And to even go a step further, and this, I, I wish I could have changed this. I think I, think I got it wrong. You got here. him over Leith, huh? I got him over Leith as well. But I actually, I think the winner of Oliver and Kolodzik is going to push to that semi. Really? I think that Leith, you know, maybe, I mean, he's on my fantasy team, so I've got to, you know, caveat that there. But he's really. He's dangerous, he's man. He's a really good wrestler, man. I think a lot of people just don't know about him because he was at Duke, transferred, was injured, so he couldn't wrestle. But, you know, I think the kid is, he's one of those kids that we just didn't know about at the start of the year that really. He's legit, man. He's twenty-two and two. He's hard to score on. Yeah, and he he avenged one of his losses. He's so hard to score on. He scrambles so well. Um, I've seen so many guys get in on shots that you think are easy to finish, and then end up getting taken down off those shots. So no, I mean I can definitely see Leith pushing through to that semis. I just I, I don't know. I, well, it ain't gonna be easy. I can't you, go chalk. Right, and well, it ain't gonna be easier when you got when you have to wrestle a returning All American in the quarters. Uh, my quarters are uh, Zane Rutherford. Um, over Bulu Wallen, so I have Boo beating Max Thompson. I have Keyshawn Hayes avenging his loss to Troy Heilman. Um, I have Grant Leith over Matt Kolodzik, and I've got Brandon Sorensen over Ryan Deacon. All right. Um, I got Rutherford over Lou Wallen. I've got Hayes over uh, McChrystal, actually. I like McChrystal to beat Heilman, and I don't know why. Just call it a hunch. Okay. Um, I got Oliver over Leith, and then I have Sorensen um, over Deacon. Yeah. Um, what's your blood round look like? My blood round. Um, I've got. Uh, give me a second here. You're good. Yeah, I've got Sertis over Perry. Oh wow. Um, I've got Kalodzik over uh, Bo Donahoe Donahue from NC State. Um, Heilman over Blees. And then Thompson over Jared Prince. Okay, so maybe I did something wrong here because my blood round is completely different. <laughs> so maybe these guys aren't going to wrestle in the blood round, and my my bracket is screwed up. <laughs> um, I have Heilman over uh, Sertzis. I have Llewellyn over Justin Oliver. I have Deacon over McChrystal, and I have Kolodzik over Max Thompson. I hope I didn't do something wrong. Heilman over McChrystal. No, Heilman over Sertzis. Over Sertzis. Huh. I might have done something wrong. Anyways. No. Okay. No, I got it. I hear you. I think yeah. I think I think we just have different picks. Um, I'm not sure how Heilman would end up in that. When do you have Heilman losing? Second round, quarters. I got him losing in the quarters. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right, never mind. Um, whoa. Anyway, 
Who are your All-Americans? My All-Americans are, well, we, um, oh yeah, because I said Zane won. I got Sorensen going to beat Grant Leith and take second. I actually have uh, Keyshawn Hayes taking third over Grant Leith. I think he's going to figure that neck brace out. Um, Grant Leith four, Deacon fifth. And I have uh, Hayes beating Deacon um, in the Conti semis. And uh, Heilman is going to be my sixth. Klodzik my seventh. And Bulu Wallen is my eighth. Man, we are so... We are so different on this one, um, except for the top. I do like Rutherford over Sorensen in the finals. Um, he'd be stupid to pick against Rutherford at this point. Yeah. Um, for third and fourth, I actually have Oliver over Hayes. But again, I'm not sure what we're going to get from Oliver. You know, I guess I'm kind of being nostalgic here. Right. Um, I like Deacon over Leith for fifth and sixth, and then Kolodzik over Heilman for seventh and eighth. What's your Conti semi? I got Leith over Heilman, and I've got Keyshawn over Deacon. I've got Keyshawn over Leith and Oliver over Deacon. Okay, okay. So same Concy semi, just different right. different order. Right. You know, what are we going to get out of Keyshawn Hayes? I think he's got a pretty good draw for a five seed. I think his draw— He was I, the five at Big Tens, too. Yeah, I don't think he could have got, got a better draw, to be perf- perfectly honest. Right, because I don't think that he's beating either Sorensen or Rutherford. So, you know, if people are like, oh, I'm glad he's on Rutherford's— or, you know, if people are like, oh, man, I'm— Sucks he's on Rutherford's side. Yeah, he's got a better shot to beat Sorensen than he does Rutherford. But, look, Sorensen is a senior who's been there. He's done that. I know it was close last time. I know Hayes got a takedown. But, look, I got I still got him taking third. Right. Look, if you think about his quarter there, you know, he, he's got to be either a guy that he's already beaten multiple times in McChrystal or Avenger lost against Heilman, who Heilman beat him early in the year. Hayes was winning that match like six to nothing at the time. Lost ten eight. You yeah, know? you got put on his back a couple, a couple of times. times. So, I, I think it's pretty favorable. About as favorable of a quarter as you're going to get for the five seed. Well, yeah. If you think about it, he could all he could end up having to wrestle freaking Kolodzik Oliver in the freaking. Uh, you know, he could be the sixth seed and having Kolodzik. You know, not to, he already beaten Kolodzik, so I, I, I don't know. You know, it's a uh, six in one hand, half dozen in the other. As I'd like to say, I think that he ended up right where he should be. I hear you. All right, let's go 57. Man, this weight class, the seeding is just crazy here. I think it was obvious when seeding this weight class, they they obviously went record, all right, overall record. I think, you know, you had to seed Hidley, number one, being undefeated. Yeah, absolutely. Just got good wins this year. Won his conference. Um, but from there, it just gets it gets so interesting. I was shocked with LaValle being the two seed. And if you would have told me that Nolf <laughs> was going to be three and Kimmer was going to be sixth, a potential quarter, a sixty potential quarter matchup, I would have said you're lying. You're, you're, no, look, they 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 took into consideration with Lavalley as the um, uh, two seed as conference, right? I mean, they took into consideration the fact that he won his conference. Where I have an issue is that Michael Kemmerer, I get that he you know finished sixth in his conference and. Medical forfeited out after getting uh, pinned by Micah. He's twenty two and one on the year. He should not be the sixth seed. They missed that one. He absolutely can, should not be the sixth. Nolf seed. makes sense at the three, but to me, then why is Shields? He's got two losses, you know, or the five. Give him five. Pantaleo. I, I, I just I can't rectify Kemmerer at the six. I cannot rectify a Kemmerer Nolf quarterfinal. I don't care if they're both fifty percent. It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm with you. The only thing I'm not with you on is, did you mean to use the word rectify or are you talking justify? 
Well, the same thing. You threw me off a little bit. Same. There. I mean, is it the same? Well, I mean, just yeah. <laughs> I mean, just no. Justify. Justify is probably what I. Meant I'm to teasing say, with you. I'm know. totally messing with you well, right now. I can't remember what I said. <laughs> you said I can't rectify. Camera is the six seed. I can't justify it. I can't rectify it. There's a lot of things I can't do with it. One of them being it shouldn't it shouldn't have been happened. No, it absolutely with one have loss. It shouldn't have happened. Um, now he didn't wrestle Pantaleo. That no, in the he duel did, he did. I think that might have been it. I think he beats Pantaleo. He's the five. Even then, man, I have such a hard time with Kimmer not in one of the top three seeds. It's just insane to think of. At least one of the top four seeds. It's funky, man, because, look, you know, we haven't talked a lot about seeding, so I feel like this might be a decent time to at least go off of it for maybe a minute. I agree with you. It doesn't make sense to me that you can wrestle a schedule that's light on tough competition, and just because you win a conference that isn't that strong and you don't have many losses, if any, that you get a high seed. Not talking about Hidley here. I'm talking about Joey Lavalley. Joey Lavalley has, I think I heard his best win was against maybe uh, Archie Colgan, you know, a, a, a nine seed. That's his best win. Okay, it doesn't matter that you're 29 and one and you won a conference that didn't have anybody that tough in it. Why? It doesn't make sense to me why somebody. Okay, then everybody's going to wrestle a weak schedule. Then you're getting penalized for being in the Big Ten. I get. Yes, I agree with you, and I get what you're saying. I think what made this one, what it, what made it difficult in this situation is, is that the only other person that you could see seating higher than Lavalley, and I'm gonna I'm gonna leave Nolf and Kimmer out of the conversation for a second. The only other person that you could justify based off of their schedule and wins is is Shields. Shields, okay. Yeah, Shields, Shields it, leaving Nolf and Kimmer out of the conversation. Shields could have been. The two seed because he's wrestled a tough schedule. He had great early season wins. He's only got two losses. One is conference. Um, he's had a hell of a year. Now, Josh Shields has had an excellent year. I think his two losses are to Pantaleo and then the one where he split with Micah. Exactly. Exactly. So that's about the only guy that I could justify seeding over Lavalley in that two spot. Now, you couldn't I th- put Nolf there with one loss. I said leaving Nolf and Kimmer out of the conversation. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay? I'm sorry. Okay. Now. Because the point I was trying to make is what made this really like a tricky situation is that you can tell going back to what they did with Suriano, the seating committee penalized Nolf and Kimmer for forfeiting out of their conferences. And I think the way they justified it was we're not going to say that we're penalizing you for for medically defaulting, but you finished low in your conference. You play six. Yeah, you play both sixth. of you. Sorry, yeah, right. you you both stood on the podium. Yeah, you held hands. I saw some butt grabbing. You know, it was kind of strange. In fact, it was really weird. I had to look away. But, <laughs> I mean, really, man. I thought they were going to start dick-grabbing each other next. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we got the quarterfinals to come up, so let's not speak too soon there. Um, so I think that's what happened there. I think that, you know, yeah. they, they, I don't like they it. were punitive against Nolf and Kimmer. Do you not like it, or do you like the seating committee holding people accountable for, for forfeiting out of their conference? I like that, but I, but at the same time, I don't like somebody not wrestling a tough schedule and then getting this crazy high seed. It doesn't make sense to me because then that's the model. That's the model. Hey, sit out all the tough matches. Don't medical forfeit in the conference, but sit out all the tough matches during the year. Go 21-1, and one, and then boom, all of a sudden you're the two seed. Well, hold on, Ben. I'm not Ho- a fan. Well, hold on. Hold on. There's a difference between being 29-1 and one 
when you're sitting out tough matches. Lavalley didn't do that. Lavalley wrestled right. his full schedule exactly this right. year, okay? You're exactly right. So, and That's I think if point. you were a guy that did that, I think the seating committee would probably hold that against you. Hey, you're you're 25 and one, but you missed six matches this year against you know top five, top ten ranked you know. Competition. You make a very fair okay. point. Lavalley wrestled the guys in front of him. He did, and his only loss was against the one seed Headlay. Here's a guy that was the three seed last year, finalist. was a finalist. So while we can say shame on you, or, or, or that it's a shame that Nolf and Kimmer are the three and six seed. At least the guy in the two spot is a guy that's battle tested and is a great wrestler. He's, a, he's an excellent, phenomenal wrestler, and it's not his fault that Missouri's schedule was absolutely garbage this year. You know, they went to the South Beach duels rather than to the scuffle. Right. And I think that's probably what attributed to that. Yeah, you know, it's not his fault, but at the same time, I don't want to just hear. It, it, it doesn't always sit well with me. Well, he wrestled the guys in front of him. I know, I get that, but. You know, if you haven't beaten anybody great, then why am I going to give you a high seed? With that being said, I don't have a ton of heartburn on the LaValle situation at two. I have more of an issue with Kemmerer at six, and maybe that's just because it's like Nolf's at three. You know, if, if LaValle was three, I, would have, I wouldn't be as mad, and, Cam- and Nolf was two. Um, but seeing the, the top two guys all year, ranked number one and number two in the country pretty much all year, battling out in the quarters, that is just a... I mean, that's going to be that's a morning session. That's going to be amazing to watch. It's yeah. going to be an absolute treat to watch. I think many people going into the season probably had that pegged as your your, your possible finals match, uh, but we're going to get to see it, you know, first thing um, Friday morning. Uh, so let's get into some of these matches. I, got some funky shit I think there's some there's some there's some interesting first round matches. I think the first one that I you know noticed was. Um, Pantaleo and Ian Brown, and I only say that because Ian Brown beat Pantaleo in the duel earlier in the he season. Did. He scored a big six pointer and then held on. Um, you know, it, it's got to probably be in Pantaleo's mind, but I think he's feeling pretty confident. Right I now. think he is too. Um, you know, I, I absolutely favor Pantaleo in that, but it is yeah, interesting that, that you know the a first round match for the five seed being a guy that beat him already this year. Uh, the other interesting first yeah, round not, match. It's not your favorite thing to have. No, not at all. Um, another interesting first round match I thought was uh, Clay Ream, who's been a multiple time, I think, blood round guy, multiple time, I think, at least once. And then uh, Paul Fox, who was an All American last year. Right. You know, I'm looking for Clay Ream to really push through this year and get on that podium. Um, shout out North Dakota State University, Gerard Garnett. But, you know, Paul Fox hasn't had probably the best season, but nobody even knew who the hell he was last year in the All American. So, you know, to sleep on him in this tournament is probably a little silly. To not think that he can win this first round match, I do have Reem winning it. Um, but Likewise. look, I, I think it's a, you know, I think it's a, a coin flip that you know we hope lands heads because Clay Reem would be heads <laughs> um, because of that headgear he wears. Yeah, yeah. I love it. The baby. Stephen Monk headgear, butt pad. Yeah. yeah, you know who you got in um, who you got in the quarters? I mean, there's so many good second round matchups. Archie Colgan, Tyler Berger. I tell you what. All right. I got Mitch Feinsilver beating Pantaleo, and this is screwing the entire bracket up. Wow. It's screwing the entire bracket up for me. It's funny you say that. I got Pantaleo making the finals. Oh, We shoot. are so far off. Yeah, you know, because you, you love Pantaleo. You're like, he's wrestling so well. I'm like, Chrome beat the hell out of him. Chrome beat him. Yeah. Chrome didn't win the Big Tens. And Mitch Feinsilver going to beat him. Pantaleo's look good. Mitch Fein, the 57 Feinsilver is their, their cream of the family crop. In terms of wrestlers, he's their best wrestler. Um, uh, Mitch Feinsilver's a, a great wrestler. I just I think it can happen. It, it, anything can happen, but well, that's I, not true. I have Pantaleo winning that match. I got Pantaleo pushing through the finals. Give me your quarters. <laughs> All right, I got a uh, Hidley beating Archie Colgan. 
Ooh, same here. Yeah, I got Shields beating Fine Silver. Ooh. I got Nolf beating Kemmerer. And here's what screws it all up, because this drops. Michael Jordan and Pantilla will be wrestling in the blood round, because I got LaValle beating Jordan. Um, you know, like you, I've got Hidley over Colgan. Um, Colgan's good. I don't think people have had a chance to really watch him, but he's actually really good. I can't wait to watch him, you know, for, for an extended ter- period of time this weekend. Yeah. Um, I got Pantaleo over Shields. Um, I like Nolf over Kimmerer. And um, I got LaValle over Jordan as well. And then, uh, as I already said, I got Pantaleo pushing through to the finals against Nolf. I got Hidley Nolf. Who you got winning? Dude, you can't pick against the freaking Matrix. I got Jason Nolf winning this thing. Same here, With man. one leg, dude. Same here. Why is everybody worried? You know, like Penn State. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope we can even wrestle. I'm like, dude, Jason Nolf's going to win it. We saw him going getting away. back points with no hands. I think he can yeah. find a way on one leg. Yeah, and I got Hidley uh, taking second. <sighs> Let's go to this blood rounds and get it over with. All right, give it to me, man. Um, you got Micah, not AA. And yep. That's Ben Watson, Buckeye fans. Stop this it. has Micah Jordan. That ain't right. Not all Americaning in Cleveland. But it's not his fault. It's freaking Pantaleo's fault for losing to Fine Silver. It's your fault for filling out the bracket that way. I got Fine Silver over Shidel. I think Shidel has something to say. Um, uh, um, and then I have uh, Reem over Colgan. They're one and one on the year. So Reem gets it done. Mm-hmm. Reem gets it done in All Americans. I got Pantaleo over Jordan. I got Cameron over Berger. Yeah. I've got Shields over Scheidel. I'm with you on the Scheidel train there. Yeah. Um, Ohio boy. St. Ed's boy. Yeah. yeah. Ohio guy. He's had a really nice season. He has. Um, I like Reem over Colgan as well. I'm going to go with that senior getting on the podium, you know, kind of yeah. in his career with that I elusive like that, title honey. finish. Um, I like Jordan over Fine Silver. See, I actually like Micah Jordan, the All-American. <laughs> this is Brandon Olinger, by the way. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> I've got got a fine silver wins that match. I'm gonna be, we're gonna be just looking at each other. You're gonna be down there in press. I'm gonna be sitting. I'm gonna be flipping you off. I'm we're gonna be, gonna be flicking you like, the bird. Oh damn it! No, um, then we just gotta have Jordan beat Lavalley. Oh yeah, that would be what um, to happen. And I got Kimmer over Burger as well. And then my top eight. Um, listen, I'm not picking against Nolf. Look, I like Nolf to win this. Um, Pantaleo too. Um, I like Lavalley over Hidley in the third and fourth place match. Hidley actually gave Lavalley his only loss on That's the year. Right. It was three to two. Um, I like Kimmer over Shields for fifth and sixth, and then uh, I like Mike over Clay Ream for seventh and eighth. Okay, so you got Mike taking seventh, so it ain't like you freaking you're the man on these Buckeyes. You don't even have him wrestle on Saturday. I know. All right, at least I got him wrestle on Saturday. <laughs> I got Nolf over Hidley. I got Lavalley over Shields. So for all that talk about how I was saying that Lavalley doesn't deserve a seed, you know, I still got him <laughs> doing pretty well. Um, and then I got Pantaleo over Fine Silver and Kemmer actually over Ream for seventh and eighth. Uh, where did, who did I have Kemmer losing to? I think it's worth noting. Um, oh, I've got a Pantaleo beating camera in the um, Conti, Conti quarters. Okay. Yeah, our brackets are so different in this weight class. It's funny, too, because a lot of – there's a lot of times when you and I think pretty close. Yeah. All right? We're very similar in our, our ideas, our thoughts, our opinions, the way the matches are going to you know end up. Um, we are all over the place in this in And this maybe bracket. that's because we didn't want to be similar, so we just decided to go with like we're crazy shit. I can just see that – Fine Silver scares me over Pantaleo. I don't want it to happen. I don't want to see Pantaleo. I, out of anybody besides Nolf, and actually out of anybody besides Nolf, I'd rather have Micah wrestle. Anybody besides Pantaleo, even Hidley. Yes, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. I don't want to see Pantaleo again right now if I'm Micah Jordan. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'd rather see him than Nolf. I really would. But well, other than that, so. I just don't think that, and I don't know why. You know, maybe it's because he's a freshman, um, which 
you know, we got Yanni winning it, but I just don't see Headley making the finals. So it's between Pantaleo and Shields, in my opinion, and I like Pantaleo to do it. Well, those are two really good picks, Pantaleo and Shields. It's not Headley. One of those is certainly a good pick. One, City Five. You got a sleeper at 57? Oh. I'm just curious. No, I'm glad that you asked me that question. Um, I think it probably, I mean, is Fine Silver a 12 seed a sleeper? Probably not. Um, you know, I got Colin Heffernan doing, oh, you know, Colin Heffernan and Taylor. Romani, there's my Ohio bias coming out. Both making the uh, constant round of three. So the round before the blood round. What about you? Uh, I was going to say Heffernan. He's, he's unseated, and I think if it was almost anybody other than Nolf's first-round match, I would say that's a pretty tough first-round match for them. I think because it's Nolf, you know, obviously Nolf gets the job done right. probably rather easily as well. But he's a senior, right? Yeah, he is. Never made the podium? This is it. Nope, round of 12, I think, a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, really good. He's battled some injuries this year. I think he could be a sleeper in this weight class. Maybe make some noise on the backside. I agree. I agree. 165. Whoa, baby. <laughs> this is uh, this weight class is a lot like 141 where... They got some wrestlers in it. Once you get to that second round, man, it's <laughs> it's going to be fireworks. Thursday Dude. night's going to be awesome. And so many... So, you know, you got your top... Similar to 141, bro. You got your top, you know, top dogs. But then you got a middle of the pack road where they're all, they could all beat each other. Like, you know, it's coin flip type matches. Um, you know, I, there's got to be some fire... In the first round, isn't there? Oh, I'm sure there is. Man, I don't even know. Well, you know, we don't got to go through the entire first round, but what do you uh, think? Let's talk to me about seeding first. Okay. Okay. I'm just. I just want to know your thoughts. I'm our 14 and 0 undefeated one seed. You've got David McFadden, um, 31 and 0 as the two seed. First question: Do you think they got that right? Not. Let's not go off names. Yes. Let's just go off. They of, got it right. They, okay. Okay. I'm not saying I disagree. David McFadden. David McFadden more than Lavalley has. Nathan McFadden at least has some wins this year. No, I'm sa- no, no, no. I'm saying, do you think they got the one seed right? Oh, if oh. you didn't have the names, if you just had one guy fourteen to zero with Imar's wins and one guy thirty one to zero with McFadden's wins, do you think they got? Yeah, it right? Imar's got better wins. He won the Big Ten. I mean, that's a to win the Big Ten at that weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Sure. No, I'm not saying I disagree. I just heard some chatter about it. Um, well, whoever's talking to you about it is wrong. Um, let's. If they think that McFadden should be the one because Imar won the Big Ten, which was by far the tough, and that was the toughest bracket for this weight class. Oh, absolutely. McFadden's the, McFadden's the two? Yeah, no, I, I, it makes perfect sense to me. Um, Vincenzo, the th- the three over Chad Walsh, the four. What do you think of that? I think that Chad Walsh is, or I, yeah, I, Chad Walsh hasn't beaten anybody this year besides uh, Chance Marsteller, who he split with. Chenzo, I mean, he's got two losses on the year, but he's, he battle-tested through the entire Big Ten tournament and beat everybody but Imar this year. He's beating everybody but Imar, basically, of relevance in the Big Ten. Gotcha. No, I agree right, with no, you. He, did, he, he didn't wrestle Marinelli in the bigs because Marinelli got upset. So he didn't beat Marinelli either. No, I, I agree with the, the way they did the seeding What do you well. think about the four, though? The four. Chad Walsh. I, 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 think he's, I think he's the right four seed, to be truthfully honest. So then why freaking Chance Marcel down at the freaking nine when they split? I mean, it's one win, you know, one and one. I get conference, you know. That's where conference can cause some problems because Chance Marsteller's win over Chad Walsh was actually more dominant than his, Walsh's win over Marsteller. Now, recency is a different story, but punish the dude. So if Chance Marsteller wins, he lost by one, exactly one minute of riding time. Did you know that? Literally one minute of riding time won in that match. If it was 59 seconds, Chance Marsteller's the four. Why drop him five? It's just but it's I, tough to see there. I don't think Marsteller has any good wins this year except for 
I think Chad the Walsh. The one is, that he has over Chad Walsh. Yeah, to be I, I'm not sure he's, you know. But what I'm saying is Chad Walsh gets to four with not many wins. No, I understand that. I just think when you look at when you look at Marsteller's resume, um, he's got a lot of wins. He's got a lot of them. He's got a ton of wins. I think he might have the most wins in the country. But, you know, other than the one win over Chad Walsh, I'm not seeing anything else that stands out to me. He's also got that second loss. It was against Bryce Stewart, right. who's in red shirt, at the scuffle. So I get it from that perspective. Now, Chance takes care of business and wins that one, and he's got a shot at Joseph at the scuffle. You know, so right. you got to – yeah, so I right. get it. I get it. It you know, just seems like a pretty fall off a cliff there. When you look at – Walsh's resume, look, it's not great. It, it's not much better than Marsteller's, but he's got the win over Marsteller that he avenged. You know, he's got wins over Connor Flynn from Missouri, who I believe is also um, a qualifier. Seated. Is he seated? Is Connor Flynn seated? I don't even know if he's. Uh, no, he's not. He's not seated. Um, you know, he's got a win over May Bethay. Again, it's not great. But it's it's okay enough to give him the force, right? You know, Zach Carson, Caleb Young. I mean, it, yeah, Jonathan. You know, he beat Schleifer. You know, Schleifer. So I, I mean, those are guys. I mean, those are legitimate guys that are in the tournament. It's, it, it, I, you know, you, you brought up an interesting point though. Like, it just seems like Marsteller wins cliff. that wins right. that match. Is he the four? You know, is he is he thirty seconds away from the four seed? Is he one second away from the four? Or seed? One second away from the four seed. Really? Yeah, Instead, think, he dropped all the way to the. I nine? think that's I think that's probably right. But you know, but that's not to say, you know, why would you seed him over Chandler Rogers, who's the eight? I get it. I, I get it. Speaking of seeding, hey. David McFadden, congrats on the two seed. We're going to give you Logan Massa in the quarters. If Logan Massa can, uh, can make the quarters. We're not going to give him Logan Massa in the quarters, actually. Ben Watson's going to give him Evan Wick in the quarters. So did I. Because Evan Wick's undefeated against Massa. I did, too. We, plus, I just want to piss the blood round off as much as possible. No, I think I'm Wick kidding. wins that match. Do you think uh, Barry Davis resigning impacts Wick's performance this weekend that. for the good or bad? Good, good question. Um, because my understanding is, is that— the Wicks were pretty close with Davis. Right, you know, if you, you read the tea leaves or the tweet leaves from uh, Mrs. Wick, um, you know, she, she could, you definitely could tell that the Wicks were close and chose Wisconsin because they're from California. They chose Wisconsin because of... Uh, the happy cows? They chose... I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, I really don't have a clue what that means, happy cows. They chose you don't Wis- remember the, uh, the old cheese commercials, the milk commercials? Oh, yeah. Like, Our cows are happy, but those they were talking about California cows. California. As opposed to Wisconsin. Gosh dang it! They chose Wisconsin because of Barry Davis. I think that they're going to be. They've got some time. They've had some time to digest this, and they understand that, that this is really important to them. Um, I should say him because the other one got hurt, unfortunately. Right. Um. He'll. I think he'll be fine. All right. All right. Cool. All right, Talk about the second round. We got to do a little second round oh. here. I know it's going to be. Look. By There's the way, so guys, many. we understand this is a long podcast. It is what it is. Listen to it in two parts if you want to. Yeah. I love you all. We're just talking. We're just talking and happen to be recording it. No, um, you're absolutely right. Second round is going to get crazy. Look, eight the eight nine as always is tough, but eight Chan- nine might be my favorite. Chandler Rogers, ever. Chance Marsteller. Eight nine is some of my favorite matches to watch, but it's got to be one of the worst spots to be in in the bracket. Yeah, give me the give me the freaking thirteen or something. You know, no. Um, you know, I got Chance Marsteller winning that match. I do too. I I, I think the Chance Marsteller is really good on his feet. I think he's really solid and holds position very well, yeah. and he's not going to get bullied by Rodgers. I don't think he's going to get bullied into those those tie-ups that will allow Rodgers to get that funky, you know, his inside trips, his throws. Dude, Rodgers is an Okie State guy. Yeah. Marcelo's been in that room right. a couple of years. They know already who's going to win that match, and I'm betting it's Marsteller. Yeah. I got Marsteller too. Yeah. That's an interesting... Because Marcelo didn't leave on great terms, I don't think, the Okie State. Now, it doesn't mean that him and Rodgers didn't have a good relationship, but... 
Another second-round match. I mean, we already touched on this. Obviously, Logan Massa versus Evan Wick, the 7 and the 10. Wick's already 2-0 and against Massa this year. You know, Massa coming back from that midseason injury looked pretty good most of the time looked at the Big Ten yeah. tournament. He looked a lot back, yeah. a lot more back to normal, right? Right. Had some really nice wins. Obviously, the one over Marinelli being one of them. Um, being two of them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He beat Marinelli <laughs> twice. That's yeah. right. Marinelli went in undefeated, came out with three losses, including two to Massa. Well, that really shit his freaking seed. Oh, the five seed, yeah. I, I think I mean, it's not bad, though. He drew Walsh. Ah, good point. You know? Yeah, good point. Um... Because look at that 3-6. What's the 3-6? Vincenzo and Richie Lewis. Look, Richie Lewis, in my mind, is one of the most dangerous well, guys on. right now in this bracket. You like Richie over Isaiah White. I do, too. But let's talk about that second round, bro. Isaiah White battled freaking Imar at the bigs. Those dudes can scrap. You're right. This, I got Richie Lewis winning the match, man. I think I do what, too. what we saw from him at bigs, I was you so You got Richie Lewis beating Vincenzo? I do. Holy shit. I got Richie Lewis pushing to the, pushing the semis. <laughs> Oh, baby. That'd be good for the Buckeyes. It would be good. That's part of the reason why I did it. But I like that. Yeah, we, if we just have all the Penn State guys go 0-2, it's going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah. That, that, I mean, that's just the our brackets are that way. Um, no, but I mean, look, it's it's not why I did that. I'm not kidding. I was really, I've been really impressed with Richie Lewis the last few weeks, okay? And I thought we saw some stuff from him at, at Biggs that I think he's peaking at the right time. He's he got looked, no bad losses. He looked really good. He has no bad losses. You know, He's really kind of grown into that 165 weight after bumping up midseason. I like him to make the semis. A lot similar, a lot similar to the um, McKenna-Meredith match. I think Vincenzo wins a position or two and gets by Richie. Um, wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't happen, but, you, you know, it, I, just, I, just, I like Vincenzo. I think that we forget, and I'm not just saying, you know, Vincenzo's been wrestling really well this year. Vincenzo's been yes. wrestling this year than he has last year. Better this year than he has last year. He's kind of expanded his game. What you got in them quarters, dog? I got Isaiah beating Marsteller. Same. I got Marinelli beating Walsh. I got Walsh over Marinelli. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't justify that in my head with the way Marinelli, how good Marinelli is on his feet. Walsh maybe might be able to take him, to, you know, be able to ride him. To me, it's taking the, the senior two-time All-American over the freshman. Basically, yeah. the guy that's been there before. Those are real things. You know, that's those are real things. I think you've you know you've used that rationale in a couple of spots. It's the rationale I'm using here. I mean, that's a real rationale, right? No, I, it exactly. Really is. Yeah, um, Chenzo over Lewis, and I got McFadden over Wick, and then uh, I got Chenzo and Martinez battling it out in the finals. I've got Richie Lewis over Joseph, as I already mentioned. <laughs> I um, love it. I've got McFadden over Lewis to push to the finals to wrestle Imar, and I've got Imar winning this weight class. Cabinus career off with his third national title on four chances. I got him. Did you see he wanted mean tweets? He did. Dude, that one dude, Big Ten fan, had, oh. some, had some mean ones. Ruthless. Ruthless. Well, you know he's a PA fan. Yeah. If yeah. you can't tell. Shout out to Big Ten fan. Yeah, you're a real Big Ten fan. You're dissing freaking Big Ten's best wrestler almost. He asked one for of it. He asked for it. I know. I know. He said, but, give me your best. Some of them were kind of funny. Some of them were hilarious. <laughs> what was the one about... <laughs> About being on your back or whatever. Oh, I can't. You don't remember. have to travel. Imar doesn't have to travel to Florida to be on his back. Oh yeah, because all he has to do is go to Penn State or whatever, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania yeah, <laughs> to lay on his back and f- f- catch some rays or something like that. <laughs> uh, apparently, Imar read them. I gotta find. We gotta find that video. It's gonna come out. Did he read them? Yeah, he read them like mean tweets, like off of like you know Jimmy Kimmel Live or whatever they uh-huh. do the mean tweets. I want to find it. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Little Wayne got mean tweeted once, and he read it. And he's like, one of the tweets was. Little Wayne looks like a crab apple. And Little <laughs> Wayne goes, Man, what the f- a crab apple? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I'll never forget that. What the crab apple? I don't know what's funnier. Little Wayne getting called a crab over or him not knowing what a crab apple is. <laughs> what's a crab apple? Anyways, blood round, baby. Let's go blood round because this is hot. I just got crabs. <laughs> I got uh, my blood round. I got Logan Massa beating Chad Walsh. I got Chad Walsh not All-American. Crazy. I got Chance Marsteller beating Isaiah White. I got Evan Wick sneaking by Tayshan. I got Tayshan in the blood round, baby. <laughs> we are all over the place on the Buckeye I got him beating Wanzak. Jesus, we are all over the place. <laughs> I got him beating Wanzak. And I got uh, Chandler Rogers beating Richie Lewis. So I got Richie Lewis, not All-American either. Hey, Richie, that's Ben Watson. <laughs> Dude, he'll... Kneecaps. Richie kneecaps. <laughs> He'll break my kneecaps. Uh, um, all right, so I got. I my, love they were all over the place. My blood round, man. I got Mass over Valencia. Um, I like Isaiah White over Branson Ashworth. Um, I've got Nick Wanzak over Connor Flynn. And last, I've got Chandler Rogers over Gordon Wolf. Oh, the Wolf of Wall Street. That's my blood round. Who's your uh, Who's your sleeper here? Before we we ran them down. Ooh, my sleeper, Connor Flynn, man. I'm going to go with Connor Flynn, the 24-7 and seven guy from Missouri. I think he was the MAC champ. Um, he might actually be a freshman, too, if I'm not mistaken. Is he a, is he a freshman? I don't know. Anyway, he's my sleeper. Why, who's yours? You got hey, one? Shan, baby. What, you think he's going to be sleeping all weekend? Yes, I do, too. All right, he's been sleeping the, 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 since since December. I'm sorry, since... You know. That's Tayshan, that's Brandon Olinger, B. Olinger at Olinger.com or whatever. I got my... Um, He's been sleeping since Okay After Cliff Keen He drops down He beats Connor Flynn Who uh, loses first round Connor Flynn loses first round Then he beats um, uh, Nick Wanzak And then he loses Evan Wick Connor Flynn's a junior by the way yeah. Not a freshman I Anyway I, Look I hope you're right I hope you're right I got Dude Isaiah White He just got a tough draw He did Give me your All-Americans man What are we looking at Martinez, Joseph, McFadden's going to take third. Marinelli's going to be fourth. Logan Mass is going to be fifth. Chandler Rogers, sixth. Chance Marsteller, seventh. Evan Wick is going to be eighth. All right. Um, I've got Imar over McFadden, one and two. Um, I'm liking Vincenzo over Logan Massa for third and fourth. I like Richie Lewis over Chad Walsh for fifth and sixth. And uh, Marsteller over Evan Wick for seventh and eighth. We got that right. There we go. Let's go 174. baby. Talk to me about seeding, man. Did they get it right? One and two. Oh, uh, yeah, they got it right. They got it right all day because it was by the skin of the freaking teeth, right? They're both undefeated. You don't take into account last year. No, now, if, you, if you want you to, don't. put that in the criteria. If sure. you want to, put that in the criteria. They don't. Zahid had more wins over um, top 20 opponents or whatever than or whatever the RPI is. I think his RPI was probably just a freaking shade higher. And that's what got it done. They both were conference champs. They both pretty much beat the same guys. It's just the Heat, I think, had seven wins over top 10 or top 20 guys. Mark Hall only had five. What else? There's no other way that you can justify it. You know, and if you put Mark Hall at one, okay, I'm not going to argue, but the Heat has an argument then. So it is what it is. They're, they're clearing away the top two dudes in terms of seeding in this weight class. And uh, I think they got it right. What, what, what about you? What do you think? Nope, I agree. I think Zahid should have been the one. He is the one. Um, I think Mark Hall definitely should be the two. Um, I think in another Lavalley situation, you've got Daniel Lewis at the three spot. I think he's well-deserved of the three spot. Um, he's 29-0. and Granted, he hasn't had a lot of – hasn't wrestled tough competition this year. But I think he's the only other undefeated guy. And 
Right. Who else would you, you know? It's not like Cutler. Cutler's got three losses. If Cutler had one loss. Maybe you can make Cutler that has three losses. Two are to Hall. One's to Zahid. Right. Okay. You know he's got wins over guys like Miles and Mean and stuff like that. But still, I don't think he has the schedule that would push him over an undefeated Daniel Lewis. Yeah, especially with three losses. Maybe if it was just one loss. I now, get the point. I get who, the fact that he only lost to the top dudes. Right. Now you're you're speaking my language because I like to think like that. Right. I'm like, don't ever punish a guy for losing to guys better than him. No, I mean his only losses are to the one and two right. seed. The, the, no, then really he's. You know, for all intents and purposes, if you're looking at seeding the way I would like to do it, is they're both undefeated. Cutler and Lewis are both undefeated because you take away anybody seated above them. Because that, you know, that doesn't make sense to penalize one person that didn't wrestle or that wrestled them and not the other guy who didn't wrestle them. Uh, picking up what you're putting So down maybe completely. you flip those guys. I guess you could. Now we're getting off on a weight tangent, but I like the way you think with that. I will say this. I think Bojo losing to Amin at the Bigs and getting the six seed did him a favor. He planned that. I like him as a six seed. He planned that because there's no way a guy that's been wrestling since he's been four years old sits out onto his butt to get headlocked or whatever happened. Pancaked. Nah, I hear you. But I, I look, Styles, from a style perspective, I like Bo against Daniel Lewis more than I like Bo against Jordan Cutler. Yeah, I like Bo against both those guys, but I'm a homer. Um... I think that one thing that that that, um, that Bo will take, and I, I have um, Dan Lewis winning that match, to be honest with you, um, but Bo has beaten him twice. You're a little more confident against the guy you've already beaten a couple times. You just are. You don't know about Cutler, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I think Cutler, for one, Cutler's very powerful. He's strong, much like Bo is. you got Dan Lewis coming up from 165 to 174. Um, Cutler is another one of those guys that's extremely hard to score on. He rides pretty tough. He's probably not going to get a lot of turns. Rides pretty tough. Um, and I like – I don't – I'm not saying I don't favor Bo over Cutler. I'm saying I favor Bo more over Daniel Lewis's style right. than I do Cutler's style. You like style. the matchup better. I do, exactly. Sure. You know, this is another weight where, you know, I think that the top – top five are real solid – or top six, excuse me, are real solid. I, I'm No disrespect to Taylor Lujan, but I think kind of falls off a little bit after that. I agree. At least in terms of um, – Oh, I agree in with you. In terms of statistics. Yep. Um, but I think those top six are are all very – I mean, shit, Bo Jordan is six. He's gone 3-3-2 three, three, right. in the NCAA tournament. So you can't say that he's not good. I, I get a lot of people don't think he's quite what he was in the past, and maybe he's not. But the, it's still – he's still a damn legitimate wrestler. So um, I agree with you completely. Um, look, I think the champion is obviously going to come from one of the top six. Like we're really going out on a limb there. I think it's really <laughs> going to come from one of the top two, to be truthfully honest. I think the only second-round matchup that I like – I agree with you. Sorry, Brandon. The, the, the top two, I, I think, is probably right. Um, the only second-round matchup that's really firing off to me is maybe Lujan Ramos. You know, I had that one highlighted as well. Speaking of Bo, how about a first-round match against returning All-American oh, Womack? Good point. You know, Womack hasn't had the greatest of seasons. He's got nine losses on the year, but he still made the podium last year. So, and, and he's yeah. kind of he's got a dangerous move. He's got that go-to... Uh, uh, Peterson, 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 yeah, that he can catch you at any time. Bro gets points. hit with some funky shit sometimes. The Jordan brothers have wound up on their back a few times this year. God, bro, yeah, bro. <laughs> um, you know, Walmack seventeen and nine this year. He struggled even in a lot of his wins. He he struggled mightily. I mean, not a ton of blood wins. You know, he's up a weight class from last year. He was a lot more well known last year. He came into the tournament, I bet, seated. Um, this year he's unseated. I think the Bo, Bo Jordan dispenses of him. I don't think it's going to be by a huge score, you know, maybe two, three points, but I don't think the Bo will be in a, a ton of um, concern there. 
but so, not a great first round. Matchup. Right. No. Uh, going to the second round matches, like you mentioned earlier, there's not a ton that get me super excited, but there are some ones that have the potential to be pretty good. You know that obviously always the eight nine. I've got Subcheck and you know Bernstein there. Um, that could be a good match. Other than that, like you said, I, the the Lujan versus Ramos match is really interesting to me. Ramos being a, a former All American. Um, or not a former, he's still an All-American. A past, he's an All-American is a freshman. A past All-American. Um, Lujan's, I think, a sophomore now. He was a redshirt freshman last year, so yeah, he'd be a redshirt sophomore. Had a really nice season last year. Had another really good season this year. I actually favor Lujan in that match. But Ramos, who, I was, got Lujan winning too. who was injured earlier in the year, has put it together over the last few weeks. You know, he's been doing pretty well. Yeah, you know, you, you take the 17-4 record into this tournament, um... We've seen him go with some top-flight guys and have some really good matches. Uh, Lujan's real funky, real scrambly. I like I like Lujan in this match, um, but I think it's I think it's a pretty big toss-up. I really do think it's a toss-up. You know, once, but actually, you know, for as weak I shouldn't say weak, but for as unexciting as the second round is, the quarters actually have a lot. Uh, they have a lot going on. Oh, of course, absolutely. So, who do you got pushing through from the quarters? So I got Zahid and Berenstein going to wrestle. Obviously, Zahid over. Zahid will win that one. Got Miles Amin and Cutler, and I got Amin. I think Amin's really feeling himself right now, man. I've got Zahid as well, obviously, over Berenstein. Um, Cutler and, and, and Amin in the quarters. Um, I like Cutler, man. I really like this Cutler cat. You know, here's a guy that last year, as a freshman, only had one loss on the season. Okay, he didn't get get to wrestle in the postseason um, because he didn't make weight at the conference tournament. He was wrestling 157, um, and he gave Joey Lavalle his only loss last year going into the you know his only regular season loss last year when he beat him at the scuffle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I mean Jordan Cutler is an exceptional wrestler, and they wrestled before this year, and uh, Cutler beat him. He did now by a point. By a point. I just think Amin's really feeling himself right now. Um, call it a hunch, call it a toss up, call it what you will. I got Amin pushing through. Um, Man, I guess I just don't like the Jordans. Because I got Dan Lewis beating Bojo. Dan Not Lewis me. Is, yeah. I know. Uh, that's Ben Watson. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I've got Hall beating uh, Lujan. All Lujan. right. I got him beating Lou John. I got Hall as well over Lujan. And I, I like Bo over Dan Lewis, to be truthfully honest. I, I, We've seen it before. I see Bo Jordan making the semis in this tournament. Okay. So I got Zahid beating Amin. And I got Mark Hall beating Dan Lewis. And uh, I got Zahid as my champion. I like Zahid over Cutler. Um, I like Zahid over everybody, to be truthfully honest. And I like Hall over Bo Jordan. I really hope we get to see that match, and I really hope it's in the semifinals. Um, I, I want it. Are you I, a Hall-Bo Jordan? I, yes. I want it. I, I, I think it's going to tell us – it's just, to me, it would be – very cool to watch. Like, what Bo Jordan are we going to get to see in his career? You know, what are we going to get out of him? Is he going to is he going to battle just tooth and nail and maybe get over that hall? You know, that hall bump that's kind of had him stuck. The you know the last couple of matches, or you know, is he is this going to be the first time that he doesn't finish in the top three? Well, I got him taking third, so I hope not. Um, what's your blood round like? My blood round is uh, Cutler over Ramos. Uh, Bernstein over uh, Coker or Kosher, um, Lujan over Smith, uh, Jacoby Smith, and uh, Bo Jordan over Liddy. Okay, I like Amin over Ramos. I like Koser over Bernstein. Um, I like Lujan over Jacoby Smith, and I like uh, Daniel Lewis over Liddy as well. Oh, we both got Liddy coming through there. All right, uh, my top eight in a particular order: Zahid, Mark Hall. 
Bo Jordan is my third. Cutler is my fourth. Amin's my fifth. Daniel Lewis, even though he beats Bo Jordan, is my sixth. Lujan, my seventh. And Bernstein, finally making that podium, eighth. I'd love to see Bernstein make that podium. Who's the last Navy guy to All-American? I don't know. Who? I think it was Matt Miller, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Matt Miller? That's a stat I don't have, brother. I think it was. But I trust your stats. I don't know. I'm sure if I'm wrong, somebody will point it out. They always do. I hope so. Uh, My top eight. (laughs) Uh, Zahid, one. Mark Hall, two. I think it's going to be a fireworks match no matter what, no matter who wins that match. Um, I actually like Cutler for third over Bo Jordan. Um, I'm going to go Dan Lewis for fifth over Miles Amin, who will take sixth. And I like Lujan over David Kosher from South Dakota State. Okay. So. All right, man. Well, you know, uh, sleeper. I don't. Maybe Jacoby Smith. I need a 13 seed. Liddy. Yeah, I think I looked at this one for a while and I was like, I'm just not sure who I would consider a sleeper. I think that you know, yeah, Jacoby Smith, Dylan Liddy, both. I've got both making the the blood round. Both are seated, you know, outside the top 12. Um, I'm just from an unseated. Do you see any unseated guys that you think could really make some noise? Johnny Sebastian. I have him losing in the Conti 16 to Ramos. I'm just not seeing much. I don't know. I, yeah, just, no. I, I just don't see much. Well, again, it goes back to the fact that it's a, a top heavyweight class. I do think that you got a first-round match between Hunter Bolin and Ethan Ramos, and I think Ramos has struggled with Bolin this year, if I'm not, if I'm remembering correctly. I have no clue. You you see the stats more than I do. I was going to look that one up on WrestleStat, too. Well, let's do it. That's why we have, that's why we have this uh, these compu- these computers here. Um, so Ramos beat Bolin in the ACC championships, but Bolin hmm. maybe I'm wrong. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I, thought, I was going to say that. Um, you know, I thought Bolin had given him some trouble. We've heard a couple people talk about. Um, Conferences matching up against each other in the first round. You have any thoughts about that? I think it is what it is. I don't think you can let that be a factor in your seating. Not seating purposes. But what no. about redraw? No, no. You, you got. It's got to be random draw. I mean, to make it fair. Yeah, you drop everybody in that's not seated. I agree with you, but I've first heard some people. You know, yeah, it sucks. I mean, we see the same matches that we see all the time. I'm sure Ramos doesn't want to wrestle Bowl in first round. From a fan perspective, I get it, but at the end of the day, um, you know you. You just got to do what's right for the seeding. God, why did I think Bowling had given? It's okay. It's uh, okay. Oh, well. Anyway. Want to move on to 184? Or do you want to talk about more about Ramos Bowling? No. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Shut up. So Brandon Crone versus Alan Clothier is, uh, is the pigtail. I got Clothier uh, beating Crone to, to oh, make the tournament. Give me the Minnesota boy. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, what do you think about this weight, man? Anybody going to challenge Nickel or Mymar to make the finals? No. Not I even really a Ryan don't. Preish, huh? Or Preish. I don't. I don't think so, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Those are my picks, but I think that Preish, uh, Preish has uh, had a kind of a limited schedule this year, but he's pretty solid. I think the real question is, is anybody going to challenge Bo Nickel for this, for this weight class? Well, that's, yeah, that certainly is the next question. Um, much like 74, not a ton of, you know, intrigue in the second round. Um, you know, maybe t- Taylor Vance Emery Parker is probably the best match in that round, I'd say. Um, they've split this year, I think. Um, Taylor Vance winning the latest one. They have split this year, but even in the first match, with Parker, which Parker won, Vince was winning big on that. 
and Parker hit, you know, a big move. You know, score. Well, he turned up twice. Yeah. On top. Um, I think it's a toss-up match, but I do have Vens winning that match to push to the quarters. Um, other than that, you know, I don't see a, a ton of extreme intrigue there, but I do think the quarters are uh, a little saucy. Um, what's your quarters look like? Um, so I like Bo Nickel over Drew Foster in the top quarter. Um, the second co- top quarter, I like Abinader over Pete Rinda. Um, I like Zavatsky over Preach. You like Abinader over Rinda, huh? I do. Um, I also have Zavatsky over Preach, and then I like Mymar over Vens. And Zavatsky over Preach. Okay, so you're picking a couple upsets here. I am. Um, yeah, I got uh, Nickel over Maxwell Dean. Um, I got Renda over Abinader. I've got Preach over Zavatsky, and I've got Mymar. Over Vans. I mean, the last time they wrestled, my teched him. I don't expect the same result, but I, I expect a nice, decent, you know, pretty easy win. I, I would agree with you there. Um, who you got pushing through to the finals? It's Mymar over Preach or Price, and I think it's going to be a tough match. I think it's going to be a battle. Uh, I really do. And I got Nickel over Renda okay. without much concern. I got Nickel in the finals as well. Mymar joining him. I like Nickel to win the, the weight class. I think at this point in time, if I was picking my mar, it would do, it would be based be based solely off of homerism. Agreed. I've got um, Nickel winning it. I want my mar to win. My mar can win, as he's shown in the past, but I've seen nothing this year in the two matches that they've wrestled that says my mar is the safe pick here. Yeah, I mean, even though the match was semi close at the Big Ten Finals and my mar did take him down, he looked lost throughout most of the match. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick Bo Nickel over my mar. Um, blood round. Uh, I've got Abinator finally making that podium. Beating Emery Parker. Emery Parker missing it again. I got Ricky Robertson over Max Dean. Um, that might be a little homerism from fantasy there. <laughs> um, I got Taylor Venz over uh, Steve Schneider from Binghamton. And I've got Zavatsky over Drew Foster from UNI. Okay. Um, I like Renda over Emery Parker and Blood Round. Um, Foster over Gravina. Taylor Venz over Bryce Carr. And uh, Preesh over Max Dean. And then my top eight, Ben. Is Bo Nickel one, Mymar two. I like Abinator over Renda again for third and fourth. I don't know why. I think Abinator's just going to have a really nice tournament. Um, maybe kind of cap his way off. Yeah, maybe that's just maybe that's my Ohio bias right sure. there. Um, even though Pete Renda is damn tough. But I think you also. I think the people that aren't even Ohio guys are rooting for Abinator. You know, he's one of those guys that's never all American before, who's gotten close a couple times. Yep. Um, I like Preesh over Zavatsky for fifth and sixth, and I like Drew Foster. Australian for beers over Taylor Benz for seventh and eighth. <laughs> Foster is Australian for beers. <laughs> yeah, I got Nickel over Mymar. I got Ryan Preesh, um over Pete Renda for third and fourth. Dominic Ab- Abinator capping off uh, his career uh, over Taylor Venz for fifth and sixth. He's beaten Venz every time they've wrestled. And I got Zastavatsky over Ricky Robertson sneaking on the podium there for eighth. Any sleepers? Sleepers. Sleeper, sleeper, sleeper. I got, I mean, Steve Schneider's the 13 seed. Not really, other than that. Okay. What about you? Um, I guess I would. I could maybe say Gravina if I knew he wasn't, you know, if I knew he was 100% healthy. Yeah, he's, you just never know what you're going to get with him. He hasn't been healthy for a long time. When he's on, he's he's tough as nails, but you just you just don't know what you're going to get. Um, other than that, I you know, I, I like what you said with um with Schneider. I don't. I just like to see Binghamton, you know, have a decent tournament. 
Yeah, I guess maybe Canton Marriott, the 15 seed from Mizzou. I got him going to the sixth, round of 16. So you know, he's, yeah. he's had a pretty good season. So obviously another guy to watch out for. Let's go 197. This weight class is giving everybody fits all year long. Um, talk well, to me the about wrestlers se- haven't helped it. No, <laughs> talk to me about seeding. Did they get it right? I don't like it. And I, this is me as a Buckeye fan. I think Ben Darmstadt should have been your one. Okay. Colin Moore of the two. Okay. Um, you know, other than that, I think that it probably shook out pretty well. Um, it helped some people, hurt some people, but I think everybody else kind of fell where they needed to be. What do you think? I guess it just goes back to what the seeding criteria is. I mean, I would think that Colin Moore probably has better wins than Darmstadt. I think Darmstadt's best wins are over Mattias and the one over Miklas. And yeah. He's also got the win over Rashid as well. So now that I'm talking out loud, uh, Moore's got a win over Rashid. He's got the win over Hot. It may be Moore's win over Hot, the three seed that kind of I think that's maybe probably tipped what the cap there. Um, Darmstadt getting the two seed, they didn't do him any favors either by drawing Jacob Smith first round. If Jacob Smith is healthy, if he's healthy, can be a very tough out for people. Not a great um, first round draw at all. And I would assume he's relatively healthy, considering he had like you know a forty-five minute match with uh, Nate Roeder in the Big Twelve Finals. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Smith is one of those guys. I think he was ranked as high as six this year. You know, I so, think he started the season out ranked you know top five, top six. Yeah, yeah. so you know, I you know I think Darmstadt won't have too much problem there, but it's it's definitely one to watch. I mean, I'll be tuned into that one while I'm there. I'll probably keep an eye on it. I'd is say. it wrong? I mean, th- I think this weight class is kind of boring. I disagree. Oh, I disagree. I really do, brother. I think this weight class is fun. What about Colin Moore's potential quarter against Preston Weagle? Oh, I got Colin Moore messing him up. Weagle the nine seed, returning All-American. You okay with that? Yeah, I mean, he's 11-2. and two. Hasn't done a ton this year. Been out a lot of the year. Yes. Um, you know, I think that... I don't know. I'd have to really, I'd have to really dig deep to look at the rotors, um, you know... Um, season, he beat Mick or Mickless beat him, so it, it makes sense. It makes it, you know it makes sense to me. If you can put Mickless at six, you can't put Weagle higher than that. So I think I think if Weagle hadn't lost Big Twelves, lost at Big Twelves, um, and he did, he lost Jake to Jake Smith. I think it was like four to three. I think he would have been seated higher. He would have only had one loss. Um, that one loss would have been to Willie Mickless. Good point. Um, well, so he could have then won Big Twelves. Correct. So, um, which would have given him like a win over Rotor as well. So, I think had that been in the case, we might have seen a higher seated Weagle. Maybe a um, seven. Yeah, because he's got look. He's got a win over Machiavello. He's got a win over Cash Wilkie. He's got an early season win over Jake Smith, and he's also got a um, that win over Machiavello. That's intriguing. Exactly. So, I think that's hmm. now you got me thinking. It could be a dangerous nine seed. You got okay. me thinking. Yeah, for. You know, I think that Colin Moore wrestled him last year at the NCAA tournament. I think he did, too. I think that he beat him up pretty good. That does, You know, that doesn't mean that the same thing is going to happen here, especially against the guy that's really good on top. Um, you know, I, you know I, I do have Weagle over Roeder. Um, same. And I, and I have Colin Moore over um, over Weagle. Um, I've got uh, Shakur Rashid beating Machiavello. I do, Am too. Am I crazy? Nope. I got the same thing. Okay. I do, too. I just feel like maybe I'm disrespecting Machiavello. You know, he does have a nice win over Colin Moore. He's had a very solid season. I think he's seventeen and three on the year. Uh, but you know, Shakur Rashid is just. Um, I think he's a really bad matchup for Colin, or I think Colin Moore's a really bad matchup for him. But I think against a lot of other guys, Shakur's uh, 
Shakur's going to be able to beat them at this NCAA tournament. I'm curious to see how Rashid does against a guy like Machiavello, who is very powerful. All right, strong Real as an big. ox, powerful, especially from the lower body. I mean, he generates a lot of horsepower. We saw the fits that Machiavello gave Colin Moore. Um, you know, obviously, actually. Uh, he beat him. Beat him, yeah, sorry. He beat him, and Moore got in on him a lot, but couldn't. I mean, couldn't, couldn't finish. finish on the damn tree trunks. So, to me, it's I gonna, think we want Shakur to win here. Unfortunately, I think we do too. Yeah, as Buckeye fans, that um, gives Shakur a guaranteed All American, though. That that is true. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, right? Yeah, I got I got Rashid. Um, on the bottom half, I have Hot beating Miklas, uh, which is a flip from the last time they wrestled, where Miklas pinned him. Hot was up seven to three at the time. Yes. Um, I think Hot is wrestling pretty damn well. Two losses on the year: one to Colin Moore and one to another wrestler. Miklas, I'm assuming. Oh, to Miklas. You just said that. <laughs> yes, to another wrestler. <laughs> I assume you're right. Assuming he lost to another wrestler. Let me finish. I was going to say another wrestler by the name of Miklas. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm, look, I'm not the, not the brightest bulb in the, in the box. Well, you know how you call me out from time to time when, you, when we misspeak? Yes, it happens. It does. And I've got a Darmstadt over uh, Mattias. Um, so that's my semifinal, or that's my quarters. Quarters. I like, uh, I got more over Weagle. I like Rashid over Machiavello. Um, I like Hot over Miklas, and I also like Darmstadt over Mattias. I think this is where it probably gets it starts to get really interesting. Rubber meets the road, baby. We're gonna find out in this round how good Darmstadt actually is, okay? Because his bottom half of the bracket, his bottom quarter of the bracket, there is not very tough at all, in my opinion. He. Outside that first round match, I, I just don't see him getting tripped up outside potentially that first round yeah, match against Jake Smith. I think he got a pretty good draw there. Um, but we're going to see how good he really is, especially if he goes up against a guy like Hout, who is very strong and powerful himself. Um, another one of those guys that just holds position so well. So I'm, I'm really curious about that. I actually have Hout winning that match and pushing through to the finals. I think a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Do um, you? No. I have Darmstadt. <laughs> I have a Darmstadt Colin Moore. Um, Final with with Colin Moore taking care of business, will end the season at like twenty seven and two, and uh, his first NCAA title of uh, three. Okay, um, I, I got Colin Moore over Jared Hout. I think he's owned him to this point. Yeah, we haven't seen much. We've seen a minute or yeah. two minutes of them wrestling. Exactly. Both have ended in a carry to a headlock. I'll take it. I'll take it all day. What's your blood round looking? <laughs> My blood round looks like uh, not a lot of fun here. You're right. I told you. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I we got Colin Moore, so it makes me excited. Um, Machia- oh, you're picking a Buckeye to do well, huh? <laughs> he deserves that pick. I'm kidding. I got Machiavello getting on the podium over Scotty Boykin. Um, I got Preston Weagle beating Schultz from Nebraska. I've got Schultz uh, making a little run there. Wow. Yeah, I do. All right. All right. Um, I think he's a young kid. Yep. Um, I got uh, Mattias over Kucinic from American University. I struggled with, with with picking that one for a little while, but I when I really looked at the, the results, I thought that Mattias was deserving. And I've got Miklas over uh, Nate Roeder. Okay, okay. Um, I like Machiavelli over Matt Williams. I like Weagle over Cash Wilkie. I got Mattias over Holschlag from UNI. I don't know what made me pick Holschlag. I got Holschlag actually beating Kasunik in the round before that, and I'm not sure why I did that. Um, I guess because it's the national tournament. Right. Um, and then I got Miklas over Jacob Smith. Speaking of Kasunik, I think Kasunik... Ha- has the potential to be a dangerous sleeper in this weight class. I think that second round match between him and Machiavello can prove to be very interesting. Yeah, we, we just don't know a ton about Kasunik, right? We can look at his results. 
We know he's got a really solid record. Um, when I looked at his WrestleStat results, I mean, he didn't have a ton of – he didn't have anything that would make me want to pick him over Mattias. So, um, but at the same time, you know, he's got a really good record. It's the NCAA tournament. We see pretty crazy shit happen, and it could. You're absolutely right. What's your top eight? My top eight. Uh, Colin Moore, obviously, one. Hout, two. Um, for third and fourth, I've got Darmstadt over Rashid for third and fourth. I've got Miklas over Weagle for fifth and sixth. And then Machiavello over Mattias for seventh and eighth. So I'm more, and ba- more Darmstadt. Uh, Jared Hott's going to take third. Willie Miklas, fourth. Preston Weagle, fifth. Shakur Rashid, sixth. Machiavello, seventh. And Mattias is going to get that eighth spot. Who's your sleeper? Uh, if you have any, uh, Schultz from Nebraska. Schultz, okay. Yeah. I guess my I actually have two potential sleepers in this weight class again: Kasunik, um, the 13 seed, and then the unseeded Jacob Smith. Yeah. You know, if he's healthy and he gets on a run, you know, you could actually see him make a run on the front side. If he, he makes, if he gets, if he gets past Darmstadt, if he makes a top side run, that'd be crazy. It but, would be, but it could it could happen. Yeah, Darmstadt man, freshman. We it's. You know, he's so dangerous. It's a real thing. But yeah, he's real dangerous. That assassin. He's real dangerous nasty. on top. He's he's a freaking man child because he looks like a child, but he's really a man. He's like six foot four. I know. How how do you even get to be that tall? I don't know. I guess you grew up in Ohio. And he's like a awesome full master. foot taller than you. I'm not quite. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Want to go to 285? 285, baby. Because we are pushing almost two hours in this podcast. Hey, good. That means people will really enjoy it. It'll give them something to listen to on the drive up to Cleveland, right? That's right. All right. I hope, I hope they have a two-hour drive. Um, you know, this. I, I think that any you see anybody else besides Snyder Coon making the finals? I don't. I, I really don't. I, I just can't see it. Um, I will say this. I think Desi... Yeah. If anybody other than Kyle Snyder can beat Kuhn, in my opinion, it's Desi. I, I think I think you're right. I okay. think you're right. I don't think Desi beats Kuhn this year in this tournament. I, um, I don't even have him wrestling him. But I think that, you know, Desi is the one other guy that I could see beating Kuhn and making the finals, to be truthfully honest. And I think it's because we probably haven't seen that match. You know, I, I'm if we see that match, I'm guessing Kuhn probably destroys him. But... <laughs> You know what's been so great about this year in heavyweight, I guess? Um, for one, it's always intriguing. We haven't seen a three-time heavyweight NCAA champ in a very long time. And you look at the 80s, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know when the last time it was. You think about who the, the the heavyweights that's kind of, you know, been running things over the last 10 years or whatever. You know, you had Tony Nelson was going for his third title. Gwiz stopped him as a sophomore. Gwiz was going for his third title. Kyle Snyder stopped him as a sophomore. Then now you got Kyle Snyder going for his third title, and everybody thought he was going to just walk through everything this yeah. year. And Adam Kuhn said, I got different thoughts about that. It must be a curse. You know, Mako, Roland, Conrad, all those guys, no three. It's, 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 it's just crazy. The, the gods do not want somebody to win three titles at heavyweight. And unfortunately... I don't want to get all religious here, but Kyle Snyder is going to prove the gods wrong. Look, I, I hope you're right. I, I think Kyle Snyder is going to win this bracket. But one of the things I like about this season is that Adam Kuhn, I think, has been underappreciated by, by wrestling fans. Yeah. I don't think people really appreciated how good he actually was. And he was overshadowed you know, by the Nelsons, the Gwazowskis, Kyle Snyder, those types of guys. And what we've seen this year you're making a great point. is that – Adam Kuhn 
has been one of the better heavyweights we've seen in a while. Like, he's made the finals before. Legit fi- heavyweights. He has not. He's not made the finals before. I don't think he's made the finals. I thought he has. No. Dang it, I thought he has. Well, think about it, Ben. Go back to Kyle Snyder's been in the finals the last two years at heavyweight. Was it against Kuhn? No. Okay. Did Kuhn wrestle Gwazowski or Tony Nelson in the NCAA finals? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> he did not. If I'm right, finals. I'm going to be pissed at you, but I you think you're right. I just proved to you I'm right. I don't know. I, I got a bad memory. <laughs> Why are we wasting so much time talking about my memory? Um, second round matchups. You know, there's that 8-9 sneaking again. Derek White, Tanner Hall. Oh, I, I'm excited for that one. I got White winning that one. Derek White, for being slightly undersized, I think he's lifted himself into a heavyweight. I don't know if he's undersized compared to anybody. <laughs> he's, um, he doesn't look like your typical heavyweight. He's very muscular. <laughs> he's a jack. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. Um. I mean, 100% jacked. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that match. Who do you actually have winning that match? I got White winning. That's racist. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I got White winning too. Thank you. I mean, Tanner Hall just doesn't... Tanner Hall took third last year. He doesn't impress me this much this year. I'm crazy. Maybe maybe he beats Kyle Snyder. I don't know. You know, I got Sam Stoll beating Hamida. Desi beating Hughes. I got Jordan Wood beating Nathan Butler. Okay. I don't. You're talking about second-round matches, huh? Yeah. All right. Nice. What's your quarters looking like, Ben? Well, my quarters are uh, Kyle Snyder, Derek White. I'm going to have Snyder win that match. Stole Casper. And you know I'm going with my dookie there. Oh, Team Casper all day in that match. All day, baby. Uh, Stole's going to try to steal it by pushing him off the mat a million times. He's going to stamp Stall. But, Sam Stahl. Uh, Jason Castle's going to get on one of them single legs or something and take him down and win that match. Uh, I got Neville's over Desi, which I think a lot of people are picking that um, as an upset special there, Desi over Neville's. Um, and I got Adam Kuhn over Jordan Wood. What are you All looking right. at? Um, I like Snyder over White. I like Casper over Stoll. Um, I actually have Desi over Neville's. Yeah. Okay, again, I think I, I really think that Desi, when on and healthy, is the third best guy in this bracket. Um, even though, as we talked last week, I think Neville's is really turning a quarter That's corner the last him. few weeks and has been wrestling as good as any other heavyweight not named Kyle Snyder or Adam Kuhn. Um, and That's then I, picked him, yeah. I like Kuhn over Nathan Butler. Okay, uh, what's your blood round look like? Ooh, the blood round. Question: What's yours? I've got a stole over Hayes, Derek White over Mike Hughes, Jordan Wood getting on the podium over Hamida, and uh, Desi beating Hall and Hall not All American. Okay, Um, it's funny. I also don't have Hall All American. Um, I've got Stole over Jordan Wood. I like Derek White over Mike Hughes, Um, Nathan Butler over Hamida, and then Neville's over Tanner Hall. I just, I'm just not impressed with Tanner Hall this year. He hasn't done a lot to impress me yet this year. Uh, you know, no surprise if you listen to our podcast enough. I've got Captain America beating Kuhn uh, to, t- to, you know, to um, for the rubber match there. Cast- One question about oh, that: I'm curious on your take on this. What does Adam Kuhn do differently in this match to negate the game plan that Kyle Snyder had in their finals match at Big Tens? He's going to try to get Snyder to shoot more, try to get him underneath him. I don't know how he's going to do it. I think that Kuhn's going to really maybe try to get a takedown early. If Kuhn gets a takedown early, gets Snyder pressing, that's not good for Kyle Snyder. If Kyle Snyder can kind of pick his spots, that's going to benefit him. 
So somehow Kuhn's going to have to figure out how to get a takedown there. Do Whether th- that's really going upper body, I don't know. Do you think Kuhn can take Snyder down with one of his own shots? We haven't seen it, man. I, I, I don't know. Kuhn is just not – he doesn't really – he's not going to do a, you know, a drop step. He's going to have to try to reach for a leg and grab it. I, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I'm kind of the same way. I don't know. I think it's going to be a great match. I think it's going to be a close match. Um, we'll see, well, I mean, we'll see what happens. I think Kuhn's going to try to win this by maybe getting a riding time point, hustle riding him or something. I don't know. That makes sense. Um, any sleepers in this weight class? Yeah, I got Jordan, or uh, excuse me, Thomas Haynes making the blood round. Okay. Is Haynes seated? Yeah, 15. 15, gotcha. Yeah. All right, my man. Um, What's your top eight here? Oh, my bad. Uh, Snyder one, Kuhn two. Um, I like Neville's over Desi for third and fourth. I think Desi gets him the first time. I see Neville's getting him the second time. Um, Casper over Stahl for fifth and sixth. And then um, Derek White over Nathan Butler for seventh and eighth. So I got Snyder over Kuhn, Casper over Neville's for third and fourth. Got a boy Jake and Casper taking third. Um, Mr. Desi taking fifth over Sam Stoll and Derek White beating Jordan Wood for fifth and, or for seventh and eighth. And that is. I hope Casper takes picks. third. I really do. That would be sick. I really hope he takes. I mean, look, I wish Casper was going to be in the finals. I really do. It, it it stinks to be on the same side as as Kyle Snyder. Well, um, and you also got just two he- two behemoth heavyweights. You know, in terms of. Not only stature, but ability. I'm really looking forward, though, to seeing how... Look, last year, Casper wanted that match against Snyder. He got it at the national championships. I think Snyder majored him. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't it was close. Yeah, it was, it, it was a distant major. Um, I'm looking forward to the rematch to see how much Casper has improved or what he's going to do different against Snyder. Right. You know, the problem is Casper, he's not a big heavyweight, right? You know, if, if he's more, you know, if he's going to be more of a Kyle Snyder size, that's where Kyle Snyder's going to feast. That's a great point. I think Casper is bigger this year than he was last year, though. He looks bigger. He, he, yeah, I think he is a little bigger, but I don't think he probably, I don't know if he even outweighs Snyder by more than 10 pounds. All right, team race. Are we going to do it? Are the Buckeyes going to get it done? I don't think so, Tim. I don't think so. Who's Tim? It's a state. Tim Allen? I don't oh. know. I, I just... Haven't done the point, haven't, haven't added it up, but I just, I think that Penn State's got enough guaranteed points with their big dogs that Ohio State's got to wrestle a perfect tournament. You know, I don't even have Michael Jordan all american I just don't see it happening, man. What about you? I think you make a great point there. Um, I think, look, according to seeds, if you're just going to talk, you know, wrestling to seeds, Ohio State wins wins the team title. Right. Um, not, not counting bonus not points. Not counting bonus points. Um, But you make a great point that I think Penn State's, you know, big dogs, their guaranteed, bo- you know, point scores, Zane Rutherford, uh, Bo Nickel, J- Jason Nolf, those types of guys are going right. to score a lot of points for them. Um, and then you still have guys, you know, even a guy like Vincenzo Joseph in such a tough weight class. Mark Hall. Yeah, Mark Hall as well. I mean, you list goes on and on. Right. You know, you got to make Nettles. If they get a Nick Lee and or Shakur Rashid to score some decent points at this tournament, they're going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, I think that... I think that Ohio State is going to be the highest second-place finisher of all time. That's funny you say that because I actually think Penn State's going to be the highest point total second-place finisher of all time. You got Ohio State winning, huh? We're winning this one, baby. Oh, we are driving home Sunday with a na- – Tom Ryan's going to give us a national championship rings. Yeah, he's going to get us rings. Well, he already got – he called me for my size. Did he get, did he get your size? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's getting me a cock ring. <laughs> 
<laughs> you thought I could go an entire podcast without making a reference, huh? Uh, I can't. Jesus. All right. It's going to be a great tournament. I'm super excited. Less than a week away. I can't wait to see everybody. I'm so pumped. I was just texting with our boy Earl today. He's going to get up there Wednesday night, get a hold of us. God, we haven't seen Earl Smith in a minute, son. Looking forward to it. Going to see the blood round. Well, Kevin again. Kevin's going to be there. JP's going to be there. JP's going to be there. Oh, we got it. I mean, we can. Clay and Garrett, the other Penn State boys. Going to be there. We're going to be at that live I mean, podcast. going to be there. Um, I'm excited to see him. It's going to be a great time. I'm always excited to see what type of shenanigans we're going to get to talk about on the podcast after NCAAs. Oh, baby. I hope I don't get lost this year. You get lost every year. I didn't get lost in St. Louis. Yeah, because we've been there 15 times. I got lost the first year we went in St. Louis. But that's not a surprise. It was really bad. You got lost like .2 miles away from our hotel in New York. No, it was literally across the street. You're right. I went left instead of right. And for about 30 minutes. Yes. I swear it was closer than I thought it was. I thought it was right across the street. I swore it was closer. Oh, man. All right. Look, that's all I got. You got anything else you want to add, man? Dude, no. This going to be nuts. It's going to be awesome. Um, we apologize for the long podcast. Listen to it. Don't listen to it. Whatever. Hope you enjoy it. As always, don't wind up on your back, bro. And I hope we see you next week in Cleveland.